two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Well, we dodged a hurricane. We did. Well, was it a hurricane? The, sound, the sound's working. Was, the sound's working. That's always a bonus. Was was the was it a hurricane? I thought it was a tropical storm. It it, it had category one. Oh, briefly that's yes. not a, that's not a hurricane that's that's a that's a 3 p.m shower here it, it, it is it is by their standards that's yeah, a I, I understand that but it's like 3 p.m showers here are worse than the actual hurricane today we had a gust uh, a gust of wind that basically blew over the house okay which had nothing to do with the uh the hurricane or tropical storm or anything like that uh hello chat how are you welcome to uh generation x gaming a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week we have lots of stories and i'd like to thank every single one of you that submitted the stories um don't be lazy now all right chat because you guys are submitting stories some of you are submitting stories that are already submitted okay so and and then we gotta i gotta go through more stories that i've already seen if you're gonna submit just just scroll down if i have to scroll down you gotta scroll down and see if it's submitted already um I appreciate it, though. I do appreciate everyone. Uh, we had like 92 stories this week to look through, and we're not doing 92 stories because otherwise me and Sarge would be here until Friday. Uh, it'd be a 17-hour show going over each and every individual story. Um, we're here live Thursday nights, 8 p.m., right here. You can watch the past broadcast literally right after this. Right after this podcast, uh, you can either watch the rerun of this or you can come on over. And watch us play ESO tonight uh, when we play. So, um, on today's show, we have, boy, do we have a lot of stuff. All right, so we're going to be talking. We got, uh, we might not hit all the, all the topics, but possibly on the show today. We have GTA 6 coming soon, but they're adding more content to GTA 5 beforehand. We're going to be talking about Diablo 4. We're going to be talking about Halo Infinite. We're going to be talking about this new Kickstarter thing that came out for the Xbox. We're going to be talking about Red Dead Redemption. We're going to be talking about Assassin's Creed becoming a uh, all-the-time online open world, I guess, you want to, you want, whatever you want to call it. We're going to talk about GameStop. We're going to be talking about Lord of the Rings. We're going to be talking about RoboCop. We're going to be talking about uh, Sony picking up some acquisitions. Uh, we're going to be talking lots of money about companies making billions of dollars. Uh, we're going to talk about something that could make your computer absolutely explode. Uh, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, your money can you get your money back. I don't know if that's true, but um, we're gonna be talking about the Nintendo Switch. Um, we're gonna be talking. Pro. About, well, it's not pro. It's just it's it's like uh, it's like Ralph Boner from the WandaVision uh, show. It's 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 Quicksilver, but it's not. It's like a new Switch, but not really. Um, we're gonna be talking about. Asthma gold. Uh, this was funny when this happened, and we're gonna be talking about Twitter and how of a cesspool of garbage it is. Uh, along with that story, um, real quick, I wanted to say my condolences. Moment of silence for one of my favorite movie directors because he he directed one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, Goonies, and so Richard Donner. Uh, 
died at the age of 91 years old. So we are going to do a moment of silence uh, for Richard Donner. And there we go. I, I honestly, like, he, he did so many, he did Superman, uh, he did Goonies, like, such a good director uh, for, for back in the day. And he was supposed to, they were supposed to do a Goonies sequel, and he was going to be a part of it. Uh, and that was the only reason I was, like, kind of excited for it. They were going to do, like, a reunion type of thing. Like, they were grown up, they have kids, their kids go on a on, a, on another adventure or whatever. I thought it would have been a cool movie because it's a sequel. It's not trying to change anything of what they were they were doing. They didn't race swap or put anybody else for the for the family. It was just supposed to be them grown up with their kids and their kids go on an adventure. And I thought it would have been cool to watch with my with my son, but I don't know if they're still gonna do that. Um we're gonna talk about uh what else we're we gonna talk about here. Ghost of Shima news. Like PlayStation fans are like losing their shit over this. Um so we're gonna talk about that. Uh Cyberpunk news and a couple of other little stories here and that will fit in between uh as we talk about today so that's on the docket so first up sarge i know you're you were you were willing to or you, you wanted to know this i know you wanted to know this um body pillows i know you wanted the the new mass effect body pillows are back in stock so i just wanted to make sure you knew that that was uh those are out i know you're big, so big is, mass is it i want the I want the blue alien girl. They have her. Uh, no, they have Tally. Sorry is the the name of the race, but I don't remember what her name was. I can't remember her name now. Yeah, they have they, Tally was Tally was the one with the mask on, like the hobos. Yeah, yeah you don't in even, the junk ships. Yeah, you don't even they see have her. her? Face. Yeah, you don't even see her face. You don't even see her face. They have a Tally. They have a Tally body pillow, but they don't have the Asari. Correct. Yeah, they don't. They don't have it. Let me see if I can find the picture. I I, I closed it by what accident. Is wrong with people. Let me let me show you these. Uh, yeah. This uh, let me see where it is. Oh, come so on. So wait, if they have body pillows, that means they have a male version too. What do they got for the male version? Uh, I think it's Garrus. I think it's Garrus. Oh, okay. So they have Garrus for the guys, but they don't have the Asari. Yeah, it's probably like a voted on. Duplis, Duplis. What's the name of the the Asari girl? Well, I can't remember her name. I can't. I can't remember I can't, her name. I can't, I can't find the. I just. I just know. The, I know the race. I know the race, but I don't remember. We've had so many know. stories. We have so many stories. I thought I, I thought I pinned it, but now I can't find it. And there's literally so many stories. Well, it's thank God for body pillows. I think you know. I mean, how long does it take to I found it Here to it stuff cotton into linen and sew it up and sell it to people? <laughs> there I, it is. Like they have to get they have to get a a restock of that. Like I mean, wow, Liara, thank you. Yeah, there's there's the uh, there's the body pillows. You know you want one. You know you want one. I mean, is there a picture of it? Is yeah, a of yeah, it? I got a picture up on the on on. Sarge doesn't see the stream live, so he he just talks to my my face, so he doesn't actually see the, the stuff. Oh, all right. Well, I guess it, I, I mean, guess if you're if you're that lonely, I guess I guess Tally's okay. I just saw what what Krebsy said. That's right. I was gonna put Abe on the on the uh, on the screen when we were talking about Richard Donner, but I have more respect for Richard Donner. That's for dead games. I think what they should have did is they should put Richard Donner's brain into a robot and use him for advice when they try to make direct movies now because a lot of these directors <laughs> need some help. Oh, my God. I We, we were talking about, real quick, we were talking about... Um, the Sean, pillows are three-dimensional, bro. The, <laughs> Somebody help the, Sean out. The, Lo the, Loki, Loki, um, the Loki show, the last writer had 27 credits to his name, to his resume. 
which okay. which if you took all the writers from WandaVision and all the writers from Falcon and Winter Soldier, he still has more credits than all of them combined. Well, you have to start somewhere, bro. You don't start at the top, Sarge. You don't it's, stop. Well, but but here's how here's how they look at it. They look at it as since a bunch of people are going to watch it because it's propped up based on yeah, uh, sure. history sure. and everyone knows Marvel that you can try out these new people before they get any credits because at least they'll get their chops. They'll get their chops into into something that people will actually watch as opposed to getting a new guy nobody. and putting him in a, a nobody and putting him in, in a Broadway show or a show no. that no one's going to see. No. It's on BBC at 4 o'clock in the morning. Like, no one's going to see him. At I, least they get exposed. They I, get exposure. I am a skilled a first AC, okay? A skilled first AC as part of the union, okay? I could literally pull focus... Uh, and know how many feet people are apart, what lenses to use and everything. I am a pro, right? You pay me the money so your your project doesn't look like shit, okay? When you're putting a million-dollar shot on the line and you get one take to do it, and I got to do some rack focus to the thing and you don't even get one take to do it, you don't give me a shot because I just graduated and I'm someone's nephew or I sucked your uh, hot dog down at the, at the local cafe, okay? Like, you need to give yourself a person that's been in the industry long enough to actually like, you don't bring someone to the fucking major leagues. Go, hey, you just graduated high school. Come on in. Bases loaded. World series. Get in there. And we're going to give you a shot. No, that doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. But for some reason now in Hollywood, as long as you wrote a book report sometime between now and your job opportunity, you're qualified to write for, you know, for blockbuster films and television shows. It's absolutely, it's absolutely trash. Uh, I, listen, three things does not get you a creator's advocate. I'm trying to be devil's advocate here. I'm trying to be nice about it, but once again, apparently you can fail upward in Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood apparently you fail, you fail upward, upward all you the time. Up. Yes, you fail yes. up. Yeah, it's only as uh, what have you done for me lately? That's Hollywood, right? Right. You could have sucked at your job, but you saved someone's dog, and they'd be like, "Well, he saved my dog. I'm gonna give him a shot." Right. That's that's what it is. Right. I know. I, I know. I got it. So. A little upset about that, but um, what was the other sh what was the other other one that we wanted to talk about? There was a there was there was two stories that I wanted to. There was the the the, the, the body pillow the pillows, yeah, and GameStop, man. Oh, that's right, sorry. GameStop, that's right. GameStop now has a Discord, guys. Stop watching the show right now. That's it. That's all we got to do now. Stop. I, I mean, GameStop's Discord can't be toxic, right? Stop, stop, stop doing what you're doing right now and go on over to GameStop's Discord server and get on in there uh, and, and join them up. I, I, can only, I can only imagine the trash fire that is GameStop. Why does GameStop's Discord? Why does GameStop? I haven't been there, right? I haven't been there, but why does GameStop need a Discord? Keep the hype up, man. I mean, sometimes I look at me and go, why do I need a Discord? But why does GameStop need a Discord? Listen, all you need to know is this. This is all you need to know about GameStop. When when the Wall Street bets guys bet heavy, right? And the stocks went crazy. Okay. They put a they put a uh a fund out of business. Okay? Because they they, they did they tried to go short. They got buried. They the, the actual business went out. Then the managers and upper people of GameStop sold a bunch of their stock because their stock was worth ridiculous sums of money that were nowhere near true value. Right. And on top of that, GameStop then took out a loan based on the overinflated wealth that the company now actually has to put back in the company. So I'm sure everything will be fine. 
so, so I, I, I'm sure I'm sure everything will be fine. So the retailer appears to be revamping its sales model and last month recruited former Amazon ex executives with experience in developing a successful online marketplace. And thanks to the GameStokes uh, phenomenon or games, yeah, GameStokes uh, phenomenon uh, caused the retailer's stocks to soar in January and May. GameStop announced 25 percent increase to their profits in quarter one. The franchise has become uh, a mainstay in gaming community, and yes, until now, it has remained absent from Discord. Oh my god. And servers that itself become a staple for many gamers. Now, today, GameStop launched its own Discord channel. Within two hours of announcement, nearly 6,000 people had joined it with over 140 million active monthly users. Discord seems to an ideal place for GameStop to establish a community, a place for people to share their passion for video games. Already, the GameStop Discord has channels for popular titles like Apex Legends, Destiny 2, and where players can chat and look up people. My question is, why would you have... Why would you go there? Like, I'm pretty sure there's an Apex Discord. Right? I'm pretty sure there's a Destiny 2 Discord, right? There's you a bunch of Discord. Gotta, you gotta start someplace, man. You gotta start someplace. Is it, I think this is where they're recruiting new new devs or new GameStop employees. Be like, I saw you I saw you commenting in our Discord. We have, we're... You can get a job here. Big, big stuff got happening here at GameStop. You can sell digital goods to people from a digital place. <laughs> I can't. I can't, bro. I can't. <laughs> it, 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 it's basically, basically, this is what happened. GameStop was was about to flatline, and then somebody defibrillated it. I'm pissed right? off, Sarge. Brought we, it back. We, we, pred we predicted it was Listen. gone by now, and it's been yeah, revived. It, it, it is. It is. It's, it is gone. It's right? a, it's what a I'm zombie. This. It's a zombie. No, it's. It, they got defibrillated, and right now they're on borrowed time. Okay, the business model of listen. Let everyone focus just for ten seconds. GameStop the is business weak model. The business model of GameStop is over. It doesn't matter what they try to do. Their business model is over. So unless they're going to go into the game development game the game development business oh, and hire do. a bunch of developers. Oh, please do. It's it's over. This is I, borrowed time. I would love if GameStop if, developed if, a video if game. If Abe Vigoda, if Abe Vigoda was the Grim Reaper, he'd be just waiting out front of GameStop stores, just waiting. That's it. He's waiting. Give, give, I God, can I? I have one wish. I have one wish. GameStop, please become a dev and make your first game. I would love to see that. I would love to see it. I, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's not, I would love to it's see not, it's not normal with. business. It's not normal business. Your, your stock is still overinflated. Just like the houses are overinflated. Like shit takes time to realize like someone wakes up out of a coma and goes, Oh, Oh, what, what year is it? It's 2021. Oh no. Fuck that year. I'm going back to the coma. Like there's no way, there's no way that that, that, that value of the actual business is still solvent. It's just not, yeah. it's not, it's, it's a temporary fix, right? Rest assured, rest assured. Like, listen, if everybody else got delayed by a year because of the because of the coup, right? Then we our prediction for GameStop going away also got delayed by a year. I mean, so they're, they're, look, they're missing out right now. I'm gonna give you a free one, GameStop. One GameStop employee is gonna be watching me right now. You take this to your upper management. It's solid gold. Are you ready for this? GameStop Simulator. Done. Right? GameStop but, simulator. Like a VR, a VR yeah, about yeah, just GameStop. Like, yeah, just like just like cooking, uh cooking simulator and American truck simulator and aircraft simulator. GameStop simulator. You're an employee at a GameStop and people come in. Okay. 
you'll get some you'll get some YouTubers to make a video. Like you'll you'll get like let's game it out or someone make a make a video of it. It'll get fucking popular. People will start downloading it. It'll be it'll be a meme. It'll be a meme. You only make it to be a meme. Okay, it'll be fantastic. You have characters that come in. It's ma'am, all right, and then they they shove that they shove the things down, and you're your employee. You have to go pick up all the stuff. Someone's like, I want my money back after I played the game for 120 hours. They they bring the receipt back. Like, you have to be a GameStop employee. And then what GameStop can do, they can they can see who has the highest score, and then they can get an application to get a real job at GameStop. I mean, I'm just letting you know. This is this is what they should do. This is this is gold right here. This is this is gold. <laughs> Bitch Loki dolls. Now now let your local game stop. <laughs> it's 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 just so mental. It just it's we're we're living in crazy world. Like just like we're so close, so close to idiocracy. It's not even funny. We're in idiocracy. Like, we're so close. No, we're there. So, no, we're so close. No, we're there. So close. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, we're, I think we're there, Sarge. I don't even think we're almost there. I think we're there. All right, the next story, Grand Theft Auto Online. I know everyone loves this because everyone wants a Grand Theft Auto 6, but it won't die. Grand Theft Auto 5 will not die. It's going on to, what, nine years now, I think it is, right? It's going into its ninth year, eighth year, ninth year. Grand Theft Auto Online adding new survival maps and more content. Rockstar Games reveals its new content that will be releasing at Grand Theft Auto Online, including new survival maps that are now available. Rockstar Games has been supporting Grand Theft Auto with the new content for years now, and it's not stopping anytime soon. The latest major addition to the game is Kyo Perso's heist expansion that came with the with the wealth new content upon its release and, uh, and afterward. Even, uh, even with the game's regular content, players are still finding new ways to enjoy... Uh, to join Grand Theft Auto Online recently, Rockstar shared new information about the summer update and will be releasing the, for the game. And there'll be plenty of new things to do for, uh, inside the game. So players will be able to face off against enemies evading the Los Santos area, uh, compromise, uh, comprised of uh, Balas, Vangos, and other groups of seven new survival maps. While you post doesn't divide, uh, provide many details about the new maps. All survivals in Grand Theft Auto uh, Online will reward players with two times G uh, GTA money and RP. And players competing in any of the new maps can earn sizable sums of GTA cash, $100,000 within 72 hours of playing. Um, let, me, uh, let me click on this real fast. Let me go to YouTube. Oh, I, I don't want to put the sound the, the, on the convert. The conversation about about this game is is one of a loose brick in the wall of the gaming industry. That was it. That was the, the, that the, was... the flow. The flow of how products are now made and delivered is completely ass backwards. And it gives it gives the developers. I, I, I don't want to say this incorrectly, but it gives them the ability not to do their job or to do their job better in order to better the business. All, all this is now is if I make a platform and I can sell things inside the platform and I'm doing well, then I no longer have any stress or ambition or drive to actually make another product because we don't have to make another product. We're making money fine right here. I don't have to innovate. I don't have to drive any, I have to revamp or think of new ideas. I just have to keep putting things in the platform and to sell. And then when I feel like making something else, I'll, I'll make something else. 
but it's been it's it's going to be 10 years so think about it for a moment if it was under normal circumstances so if you were working on a game if you were working on a game for 10 years 10 okay 10 and then it releases do you understand the pressure on you that you've been messing around with a game for fucking 10 years if that if that game has if that game has any baseline problems with it and i'm not i'm not talking about like technical difficulties i'm talking about just run of the mill baseline problems i will never trust you again ever think, think about this ever grand theft auto took five to seven years to make right grand theft auto 5 took five to seven years to make and it's been out for seven years eight years right so someone who's been working on that game in their entire time at rockstar have only worked on one game for 15 yes. for 15 years yes 15 years in one fucking game yeah but because you don't have to make it to something else right. we're just I'm, we're just cool collecting money right yeah, it's it, it's it's crazy to me that that you, you can't you, there's no listen there's no pressure to do better or to innovate if i don't have to if we're still making money right let's remember how it works i make a game i sell a game and then i have to make a game better than that one in order to sell a new one and so that drives us to be better well this is not driving anyone to be better none, none of the none of the none none of the business models that are currently in place by act to blow me and evil <laughs> evil always blow me right and evil always ea right like the business models don't matter they can do whatever they want and just collect money it's right you're not you're not bettering the business the money looks great investors are like did you make three billion again Sweet. Let me collect my ten percent. Like they don't care. Well, they we, don't care. We, we heard today, right during the um, FPS Insider thing that they did for EA. Okay, they literally said that with games of services that they're harder than they thought it would be to keep up with, but they just make the content. They don't have time to test it. They just throw it out there and see what sticks. Basically, All right? I'm 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 being uh, loose with my words. What they said, but basically that's what they said. Right? They said that. We make the content, we put it out there, and we see how the how the uh, the gamers respond to it. And I was just like, "Wow, okay." So they literally don't play test their game. So when you play a game, just think. I know it's just off EA, but if you play a game and go, "How the fuck does this happen in a video game? Do they even play test their game?" The answer is no. No, they don't play test their game. Yeah, but but I watched that with you. They said out loud, "You can clip it now. We have proof." They she asked direct questions. She said. So how long have you guys been working on Battlefield on Battlefield uh, 2042? He goes, three years. Yeah, because you know because of the because of the the yeah. pandemic and stuff. It took three. Years. But, now remember, let's do math. Right. If they've been working on it for three years, that means last year when the game was supposed to come out, they didn't release one, and so they kept working on this one. So in reality, every time we got a Battlefield game, they've only worked on it for two years. Yeah, two years when they work on a Battlefield game, two. Yeah, two years. Yeah, two. Yeah. Well, okay. they, they started so working. They started every working time on this. a Battlefield game came out, they had, they had only been working on it for two years. Yeah. Surprise! Surprise that it's not working right. Surprise. Color me shocked. Right. His quote was, "We can put wherever we want out and see how it goes." Yes. Thank you, Reese. Right. We can put whatever we want out and see how it goes. Right. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> so any time, any time you go, if that if it comes into your head, go. This fucking game is broke. Do they even test their own game? The answer is no. No. The answer no. is no. They do not test their game. Okay. Speaking right, of, then, then then she said, "How long does it take to make a map?" 
And he oh, says, this was surprising takes, to me. It takes it takes about six to, she, she, six, he to said six to 12 months to make a map. Now, of course, that means nothing to me because now the follow up question is, well, how many people work on the map? Well, when, when how, they, many, yeah. how many people are working on each map? That's, well, you know, a lot of artists. Right. Well, it, it goes through a process. Right. So if the person is, let's say, does the first stage of the map, then they they're done with their job and they move on to the second map and then they do the same thing there. And then it comes on to the next person. It's like the builder, like a building a house. Right. The, the no, concrete. So. It might be a team of, let's say, 50 people. I'm just, just throwing a number out there. Only working on the game for two years, bro. Right. No, but what I'm saying Only is working on the game those for two specific years. people that are map designers are working on it, but each person in that department might work on their part for a couple months, and then it moves on to the next section, and it just keeps on going. And as they get farther along, it gets faster because okay. now they're in but the pipeline. Then, yeah, but now we have to put in – you have to put the math in. If it takes 6 to 12 months to make one map, and the game starts with eight maps – well, you seven, have a lot of teams right. of guys working on this. Right, well, you got to be some teams seven, of guys Seven maps on coming out, right? Seven maps are okay. coming out at launch. If if each map took six to twelve months to make, I well, mean, and they, be and, they, and they only worked on it for two years or three years, it mathematically doesn't it doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, 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 it makes it makes sense because there's a lot of people working on maps. No, I know that's that, a thousand right. people working on it, right? A thousand people working uh, on uh, the game. Okay, listen, I get it, but what I'm what I'm what the point is is that. The cracks are finally starting to show, right? I don't want a Battlefield game every year, okay? No. Work on a fucking game, Yeah. okay? The only reason why this game might be halfway decent is because there was a pandemic. Like, that's the that's the only reason why this game might be decent is because it's a year to work on it because last year they're like, man, we really fucked this one up. Maybe we should slow down and actually make a game. And they went, all right, why don't we skip next year? And actually give you guys time to right. actually make a game. What an idea. They, they've said some priceless things the last week, right? Phil Spencer last week said uh, that that Halo Infinite is not going to make or break us. doesn't matter. And three then, projects. Elite. Three development teams. Trace. Three development teams. It was all hands on deck. All hands on deck to pump out Battlefield in that extra year. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting to hear that they... what. How long it takes to do the map and stuff like that. But but them saying, again, quote, we can put whatever we want out and see how it goes. Just know that anytime you're playing any game and you're like, did they play test this game? The answer is no. They didn't play test. They don't it. have to. Yeah. Because they, they have, don't have they to because they can patch it. Yeah. Well, they, they can, can patch, patch it and out. they anything that they can anything that they can uh play test will get play test thousand times over if they just release a map. And they're like, yeah, it's pretty close to what we got. Let's release it and see what happens, right? And then we'll we'll adjust as we go, right? That's what they and do. You always get to, and you always get the same bizarro statement when the, someone will say something. The developer goes, yeah, so we put this in the game, and, and we didn't realize that they were going to do that with that. We yeah. didn't, we didn't yeah. realize that the community would actually try that with that. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, where is your where is the guy who works in the office who's just butt crazy about video games? And you put, he's your tester. What are you putting in today, guys? Well, we're going to put in a plane. It's got these little extra fins on the top. And Crazy Man goes, extra fins? I can jump a bike on it. I can hang out with my face. I can get. I can use my gun and hang out. Like that guy. That guy belongs in the studio at all times. Every time a developer goes, they we're going to implement something, the crazy guy goes, let me see how I can fuck that up. Like, you need him. You need him. You know, if, what if, they're saying is there's a room full of developers and journalists that get together. They play the game. And it's like it's like giving your parents a controller. Yeah. Here, mom and dad, what is, play play Call of Duty or play what is, Battlefield. What like, nobody knows what's going on what with is, the game. What does this do? How do I, how do I move? On, man. How do I move? Come right, on. They're up in the air and they're just doing this. 
They <laughs> just pointed the gun straight up in the Come air. On, and they're man. like, oh, yeah, yeah, the game worked great. I, can't. I had so much fun in the game. I, I get it's a left brain, right brain thing. I get there are different personality traits and with people. I, I understand that. But if that is fact, which it is, there's different personalities that work yeah. in different businesses. That's how it works. If that's the case, then you need to have the opposite end of the spectrum who work for you in order to iron out the wrinkles of that of that product. You, you, he says that one cool thing we did back in 1942 is when everybody jumped on the wing yeah, of the, the B-17. The, the, the journalists. The journalists. They flew, yeah. They flew the B-17 with everybody walking on the wings to drop them off at the at the enemy base. That was cool. I'm like, yeah, it what, was cool. What, what because you, <laughs> but they but they said that we didn't know they could do that. Like we didn't know we the, didn't know they could do that. One of the first things I ever did in Battlefield 1942 was I ran to a plane. Someone got into it before I could, and I jumped on the plane, and I just I just squatted, and he took off, and I was like, oh, this is cool, right? I was like, this is fun, right? And then I called you maybe 45 minutes later and said, you have to download Battlefield 1942. It's so awesome. There's wide open battles and there's tanks and planes and you can parachute. And like, it was awesome, right? It was, it was that Battlefield moment. So, um, so speaking of that quote and then Phil Spencer's quote last week, here's another, here's another statement made by uh, Halo Infinite here. Okay. Oh, God. The, the statement says, the title of it, I don't know if this is what they said or not, but I'm going to read the article, right? The title of this is Halo Infinite Seasons Will Respect You as a Gamer, okay? Halo Infinite Seasons Will Respect You as a Gamer, okay? Now, off the top of that, I call bullshit, but anyway, Halo Infinite <clears throat> is high... Um, uh, okay, there are many reasons to be excited about Halo Infinite multiplayer, but from free-to-play approach, the, the exclusive of pay-to-win microtransactions, however, the structure of the season battle pass that there there is to focus here. Not only do they uh, do they show 343 Halo Infinite will respect both your time and money as a gamer, they will also integrate a Halo Infinite's long-term success at welcoming new players and retaining current ones uh, alike. Starting with the with the length of the seasons themselves, one problem with many online live service games is that the seasons can become a bit of a chore. Instead of becoming uh, home from a, a day's job to some gaming relaxation, it, it feels like you're putting in double shift. We want to we want we have it to grind it out, or so we, we miss it. What uh, the remainder of the season has to offer. In recent Inside uh, Infi uh, Infinity blog post, three four three detailed how they would tackle this problem. Halo Infinite each season uh, in Infinite will span three months just like everything else, giving us a total of four seasons each year, just like everything else. This provides players plenty of time to complete those seasons objectives while others take their time to the game elsewhere. I don't understand what they're doing. They're doing literally what everyone else does. There's three months in a season. Three times four is 12. Mathematics, people. You have a full season. Four seasons. Seasons. Yeah, but it's seasons. <laughs> yeah, but, they, the, but the way that they speak is the same thing like in Destiny. Yeah, I've got a whole season to do it's this. It's a map, but but I but I but I go to work yeah. and I can't always yeah. play. But so I'm constantly chasing no, what I'm supposed to finish before I can actually get to the end let, of it. Let me tell you, it's a mat that has dots on it that you jump to. Get it? You're jumping to conclusions map. Like you're just rewording the fucking stuff that are you're like that's the stupidest idea. Like yeah, three months. Hey, we're gonna do something different than everybody else. We're gonna have our seasons three months long. So you have plenty of time to do is. it. Um, yeah, that's, that's exists in every fucking game possible that does season passes because there's <clears throat> yeah, four the seasons part, per you gotta, year. You gotta, put the two, you gotta put the two quotes together, right? The first quote is, well, this game won't make or break us. 
That's the number one quote. Right, and now they're respecting your time. That's here's the quote. That's 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 that that's the quote first. Now, what's this new quote for Halo Infinite? What's the new one? We want we want players to have cool content, activities, events, and rewards for over the course of the season. But we do not want demand the players that play a tons of hours every week of the season to complete everything. We want players having fun in Halo, not to grind like it's a job. You're okay. Battle Pass right now, let's just say, has a hundred levels in a normal game. So they shrink theirs to 50 in the same time frame of three months. And they go, there you go. Yeah, but Duplass, they're not the first group to do it. There's other games out there that you can buy a battle pass and there's no mo there's no FOMO anymore. Like you can buy it and complete it when you're done. Let's talk about a game that I've been playing for the last year, Marvel Adventures. There's a challenge. There's a battle pass for challenge for the challenge cards. You buy it once. And you could take nine months, ten months to complete it. It's not new. It's it's the same. It's the standard of what the industry is doing right now. Uh, listen, I'll 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 wait. I'll wait until somebody shits the bed before I say who farted. I'll wait. I'll wait. I want Halo to do well. I want Halo to do well. However, you can't put the game on Game Pass. Tell everybody it's not going to make or break you. And then tell everybody we're not going to make it a job. We, we, we want you to play it and have fun. Like, do you as a developer have to tell the consumer yeah. that you're making a product to have fun with? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the whole fucking reason why I'm here. It's because I want to buy a product to have fun with it. If you have to tell me that oh, we're making this game so you can have fun with it, like... No shit. And then I put that, <laughs> then I put that statement next to, well, the game is not going to make or break us. If the... Well... What you're really saying to me is we're going to make a barely okay game to keep you busy and to give you a reason to have Game Pass. And it's going to look like Halo. That's that's what you have said to me in the last month. Yeah, so, that's what you've said to me. So Halo Infinite looks... Okay, Here, here's the best part, right? Here's the best part, right? So you can have all the seasons. So if you come in inside the third season, seasons one and two will be there for you to buy. Thank you. But, Thank you for letting me buy more Halo. stuff, right? It's okay, but okay, but okay, let's let, let's just talk about it real quick. Let's go through it. So there's stuff to do in the game. What would that be considering the guns are the guns? There's no fate bringer, there's no anarchy, there's no Galahorn. It's just the pulse rifle, the battle rifle, the sniper <laughs> rifle. The, it's it's the normal guns. So what exactly am I, am I going for for this season to make me want to play it? Besides the it, fact that it's cool PvP, it's, it's Halo. It's just gonna be, Halo. It's just so be skins. it's skins. Yeah, it's just skins. That's right. Yeah, it's just it's skins. skins. So the what the whole premise of a season is how much shit I can kill so I can get a new skin or the skins in the store. Well, right, but what I'm what I'm saying is okay. So Game Pass, look, it's free to play, right? And the, well, the single well, players well, on Game Pass. Well, the the PVP is free to play. Yeah, PVP is free to play. It doesn't matter if it's on Game Pass or not, right? The the main single player game is on Game Pass, so you can play the single player. But the PVP is free to play. Well, they they have to make money, and it would be stupid of them. It'd be stupid of them to be like, hey, uh, if if you didn't start on day one, uh, and you started halfway through the season, that you're not going to buy the the season pass. Well, now you can buy the season pass, and you can take five seasons to complete the first season. We don't give a shit. We're just going to put as many things as possible. And, and here's here's the thing, right? Because there are people defending it in the, in the chat because it's Halo and they love Halo, right? 
Everybody does everybody does this now, right? They give shit to Fallout 76 for doing it, right? They give shit to other companies that are, that are doing it. They're like, oh, well, they're just they're just charging cosmetics, but because it's their game now, because they're fans of that game, it's okay. It's okay. They're they're doing right now by the fans, right? But if you're not a fan of the game, then it's well, they're just money grubby, greedy people that are just looking to sell you microtransaction cosmetics, right? I mean, that's that's it. Let's let's all look in the mirror. Let's all of us look in the mirror. Pick your favorite game. It's okay if it's your game, but it sucks for every other game, right? That's 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 the way the gaming works, right? I just think it's funny that they tell they tell you, well, we don't want you to come back for a job. A grind's a grind. If it takes me ten hours to do it, it doesn't matter if I'm taking ten hours to do it over a week, a day, a month, a year. Ten hours is ten hours, right? If it takes me this much time to unlock this much stuff, doesn't matter. You still you still have to put the time in to get the stuff. Correct. Right. Correct. Now, if they if they give, if they release the game and PvP is free, and all the cosmetics that you're hunting for for a season is just cosmetics for your armor and skins for the guns, because there are no guns. There's just the guns. Yeah, there's just the the, the main then, the main guns. In the then game. the game. The, in order for that game to thrive and for people to have fun with it as they want to have fun with it, then it has to come with the Forge. It's the gonna, Forge has to be in there. It's going to be just like Gears of War. For, for people to actually make their own maps like they did back in the day, and so they can play the 810 maps that they have, and that the people make up their own maps. Right. That's what keeps the game interesting. It's, it's Gears of War, but now with Halo. Right, so you'll have like the American flag, the Brazilian flag, a Russian flag, wherever you are in the world. You can put your flag, you can deck out your thing to look like your car, so you can all look like you're part of a team. Right, or, Wolverine or said it. Yeah. Wolverine said it. Everyone's like NASCAR. It's gonna look like NASCAR. It'll look like NASCAR. Exactly, because that's what it is in, in Gears of War. Gears of War has tons and tons and tons of cosmetics, right? Tons and tons and tons of cosmetics, right? Just wait, it'll be great because right now people are giving shit to the game I'm playing right now, Marvel Future Revolution, because there's a forty four ninety nine pack of skins right and everyone's like 44.99 get the fuck out of here that's crazy just wait when your game comes around whatever that game is and they have a free-to-play model and then they have a microtransaction store let me know how much your cosmetics are okay let me see how you justify if it's five dollars ten dollars twenty dollars hundred dollars right there's literally like 120 dollars skins inside gears of war but no one ever brings that up right you can literally buy the gold rare whatever loot skin for like $99 or whatever it is, but no one brings that up, right? They're just like, Gear War's fun, and that's fine, right? I stay even across the board, okay? I stay even across the board. I think more because it's $44.99 for a mobile game. doesn't matter, Wolfie. Who gives a shit if it's a mobile game, if it's a fucking board game, if it's a, it's a console game? Like, if you're you're getting a microtransaction, a microtransaction is a microtransaction. $44.99 is $44.99, no matter what you spend it on, Right? I mean, there could be a hooker in the corner for five bucks, and there's one with forty four ninety nine. You're looking at the one with forty four ninety nine, going, "Damn, forty four ninety nine? I'm gonna go to the five dollar one, right?" I mean, that's just the way it is, right? Microtransactions, microtransactions. Pick your poison. Pick a game that you like. If you like that game, you're gonna spend the money where you want it. But people like to justify stuff. A game that they don't like, forty four ninety nine is is off putting. But if it's a game they like, like Destiny, Gears of War, Halo, whatever, Assassin's Creed, they're like, "Oh, it's it's not that bad." It's not that bad, right? Uh, it's 20 bucks. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a big deal. It doesn't matter. Microtransactions are microtransactions. But but that's why it, it, the conversation gets diluted all the time by the fact that they want to charge $70 for games, and people are like, I don't want to pay $70 for a game 
Meanwhile, you're paid $180 for the last game you played because you keep giving them, you keep buying skins or whatever you buy because you think it's fun. That's great. So originally, I could buy a game for $50 or $60, play for a couple hundred hours, enjoy myself, sell the game back to GameStop, get 20 bucks or 15 bucks and put that towards another game. That was the cycle. Now I get a game. I paid $70 for it. I put an additional $150 into it because I, I get cool stuff. I can't sell it back to anybody. And I, now I have paid three times as much for the game. I played for the same amount of time I paid for the last one. But because it's fun, paying three times the cost of the game is okay now, right? right. It's okay? Watch the wire. I don't know what you're doing. If you're leaning up against a wire, it's, it, it's clicking. It, it's okay. So that's, that's why my brain doesn't work that way. Like, I'm not playing dress up. I don't care about skins and the rest of that. I don't care. It's not part of the game. Like, you want to play dress up to look cool, that's fine. But to complain about a game price and then give them an additional three times as much well, over you're... the course of six months because you don't see the money all at once, right? right we right. stretch it out and you don't pay attention to it. I mean, like I said last week, Phil Spencer said that it doesn't matter because <laughs> it's not going to make or break the franchise right, right? that is that is the that is the, it doesn't matter. the scariest it's, it's going to be the scariest statement ever it's, said it's going to be just fine it doesn't matter what they do it's going right. to be just fine it's right it will yeah it, it could be the be it fine. could be the worst halo game in the world and it doesn't matter it could be the best halo game in the world it doesn't matter right it doesn't matter it doesn't matter because the microtransactions are going to be rolling on in and, and and on top of that they got your they got your uh game pass as well even though you don't need yep. game pass to play to play the pvp uh, next story, Diablo 4 will be the most exclusive experience ever for the series. Diablo 4's art director showed as many uh, ways players can customize their character to reflect the desired appearance. Oh boy, Sarge, we're, here we go. Cosmetics again. Choosing a gender for your character in ARPG is nothing unusual these days, including the super um, uh, uh, important pillars. For all these games at Blizzard, devs recently said, therefore, Diablo 4 and players can expect the most exclusive experience the studio has ever made for Diablo game. Art director John Miller talked about this recent interview with PC Games. Uh, from the customization standpoint, the team believes that Diablo 4 will be something offer for something for everyone, regardless of how however you identify yourself. And Mueller, uh, Mueller is currently very happy with the verified uh, of the team achieved through the character customization. According to them, the goal from beginning was to make the most exclusive Diablo game ever. All classes will have the lots of appearance options available with many different body types and plenty, plenty of different personalities. Uh, there's something uh, there for you. Each class has a unique body type and uh, really distinct from other classes as far as the body type is concerned. Rogues uh, look very different from druids, which also look very different from barbarians. Also, not forget the game will feature your own character up close in cinematic story moments, rendered uh, completely in-engine. I love how that's a selling point. That's also a standard in video games nowadays. Like, like you put is the costume on. Yeah, yeah. For at least the last seven years anyway, right? You put your costume on, and then in the cutscene, it's it's usually, usually, right? Because that's immersion breaking. Like, you have your helmet yeah. on, and then all of a sudden, you don't have your helmet on, or you're wearing a green outfit, and all of a sudden, it's a white standard outfit, and you're like, what the hell, right? So the team has already shared a look of several possible rogue person personas, ranging from dark skin and blonde, uh, also different face paints and hair colors and color clothing. See, when I read this, all I can hear is ding, 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 right? Like, they haven't mentioned if it's microtransactions or not. This is Diablo 4 now. This is not Diablo uh, Mobile, right? So there's there's a difference. So we know that. Now, I have to back up a little bit because I'm playing a mobile game right now, and they've, in my opinion, have done a really good job with this particular mobile game because 
I've played almost three days worth in Marvel Future Revolution, okay? And I haven't spent a dime. Yes, it's 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 pushing to like, hey, look at this. You can buy this. Hey, you just leveled up. Here's a here's an exclusive offer. Like they're pushing the microtransactions on you, but you can unlock a crap ton of stuff without purchasing stuff. So if Diablo comes out on mobile and it does sort of the same thing where I can constantly level up and constantly do stuff without purchasing and get all the cosmetics in the game, and it's more of a pay to uh skip right it's not really pay to pay to uh it's not pay to play it's not pay to win it's pay to skip right so you if you buy if you buy a skin in this game or the, at least the avenger skin you basically skip about 10 to 12 maybe even 15 hours worth of grind in the early realm to get your stats and your your gear up like i am uh level 64 i have the most time in with my doctor strange and i just got my first purple set I would say I have about 20 hours in with him um, where people can just pay $44.99 and they can get all four pieces uh, and be done with it, right? So I see the I see the appeal. I'm still not a microtransactions guy. Um, the studio technical art team has also put a lot of effort into the balance and the visual styles, combining uh, rendering and handcrafting models according to the art director. So basically, they're just telling you, hey, look, we, we're doing our job. We're making a video game. Uh, hopefully, they sell a video game. And there's a lot of stuff in that game that you can earn and not just microtransaction purpose. Because them saying it's the most in-depth customization ever, BDO's got a super customization. That's the, that's the most absurd character customization I've ever seen in any game, mobile or, or console game. Like, Black Desert Online's character creation is, like, second to none. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous, the customization that you can do with that game. So if you're talking about customization like that and the cosmetics that you're putting on your characters are not paid for and that I can earn them, then we're talking, right? Like, I'm not saying everything has to be free, but if it's a full-fledged $60 game, there should be a ton of stuff that I can earn in that game. And then you can sell microtransactions and stuff of cosmetics after that fact. But there better be a lot of stuff in Diablo, especially since it's one of the greatest looter games ever to exist. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Diablo. Listen, I, there's no there's no reason for a character creator custom thing in Diablo. Every time you put on new armor, your guy changes the way he looked. That's the whole point. You're looking for a full set of this or a full set of that. And every time you put stuff on, you change the way you look. The, you're not that close to the character where you have to. You're you're gonna be see what the guy looks like. It's a th isometric three quarter view. You're far enough back, like a game for like a, Avengers or D or Destiny. <clears throat> Up close on the guy, you see what he looks like. You you can actually tell. But who gives a shit on Diablo? What the fuck you look like? You spend a, you're gonna spend a 45 minutes making your character look like something, and he's wearing armor the whole time and changing. Right. Like, does it fucking matter at that point? <laughs> does it matter? Wolvie, what I, is wrong with you, fucking people? Wolvie, I know it's uh, Diablo <clears throat> Four and Immortal are completely different. I, I'm I'm saying that they're describing the customization, hence why I'm saying it's Black Desert Online. That's the most intense customization for any character customization to create a character what i'm saying is they're telling you that all this customization's here let's just hope that diablo 4 is actually not a microtransaction haven with this customization because they're telling you they're putting a lot of stuff behind it now let's hope that you can actually get a lot of the stuff by earning it and and doing stuff for cosmetics and and, and whatnot i i love the diablo series i played all of them but i know because I'm alive long enough to know that when the new Diablo comes out, it's going to be nothing like Diablo. 
it's going to be like a pillars of eternity or something of that nature where we're either paying for time skips or paying for something it's going to be a microtransaction no, that's, hellscape that's, that's immortal that's diablo immortal for the mobile that's going to be that what you're describing but it hellscape. actually it, that that's actually going to be on the, the diablo 4 i think is going to be more of a full-fledged game but they got to make think so. they got to make their money right and i'm i'm assuming the cosmetics uh will, uh, will be once again i don't understand what it is when you say that they got to make their money you make your money when you sell me a product that's how you make your money yeah you don't make your money by selling me a platform and then i constantly feed you money into the platform to play it that's two separate things right it, we're going to get into it, it's going to get down to a point where there's going to be some lawyers involved and they're going to have to change the category of the product that we're speaking about because it is no longer a video game. Right. It's going to be different. Something's going to yeah. happen. Some, some type of legal do you, do jargon you play, is going to have you, to be invented. Do, do you play do you enjoy interactive experiences? Yes, I also play interactive experiences. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's no longer a video game. It's an interactive experience. So next story, Assassin's Creed Infinite will turn the series into a live service game with multiple historic settings. Okay, so Assassin's Creed games uh, were already at the bottomless pit of stuff to do, and Ubisoft wants to literally make never-ending uh, entries in the series. This is this article comes from PC Gamer. While Ubisoft Montreal and Quebec usually take its turn developing each iteration of Assassin's Creed. Uh, they will be joint efforts between the two divisions in Quebec, uh, and also each studio will still have its own creative director. Okay. Bloomberg speculates that the two studios' occasionally bitter rivals may see some future bumps in the road. Um, Jason Schreier uh, said on his tweet, he said, New future Assassin's Creed live service Ubisoft Montreal and Quebec have teamed up for Assassin's Creed Infinite, a huge platform plan for have multiple settings, but after a uh, reorganization, uh, several men accused of abuse remain in charge. Uh, so he's, he's pushing for, you know, they they've been in the in the limelight here for for bad work areas uh, along the way, so they're they're combining this into a live service now. Basically, Assassin's Creeds for the last couple of things have sort of been they've been test subjects, right? Um, there's good things talked about Valhalla, good things about Origins, and what was the the other one? There's Origins. What was the one before um, Odyssey? I think it was Odyssey, right? So there was testing grounds in there, like the microtransactions they added in later, the, the couple of things that they made it a little bit more grindy. Uh, those were all little test markets, right? Again, let's go back to the quote we heard today as far as we, we, we make it, let's see what sticks basically, right? Like, we'll see we'll see how it goes. Um, so Ubisoft is now completely changing the landscape of their games as Assassin's Creed, making them a live service game across the board. Now, Valhalla right now is already doing that. They're not coming out with a uh, Assassin's Creed this year. They're just adding another season pass to it. W what do you think this means going forward for Ubisoft and the Assassin's Creed series? Do you think this is a good move? Do you think this is a bad move, uh, Sarge? Or are you indifferent? Like you, I know you haven't played it in such a long time. Um, to give you a little bit more information... Right, they want to. They want to make. They want to make Assassin's Creed into a Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that's what they want. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Online, basically. Yeah, that's what they want. Yeah, they want to make. They want to make AC into Grand Theft Auto. That's what they're trying to do. Well, they say that they're inspired by Fortnite and Grand Theft Auto Online, right? So it's an evolving platform with multiple settings. Games are connected by feel and look different. I, I'm thinking like the multiverse here. You know what I mean? Like if you want to be the, if you want to be Valhalla Assassin's Creed, or you want to be 
um, Italian Assassin's Creed or you want to be Egyptian Assassin's Creed, like you can come into this world and 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 constantly change what, what it's doing, right? Right, Brandon. Right. So they're 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 making it they're making I, I, it into the I multiverse in the Assassin's Creed verse, right? I get it, but at the same time, if you have been a fan of Assassin's Creed and you have been playing every single one that comes out, when do you hit the limit and say, what is besides the time period change and one or two moves? What? is the of a game that's over they, almost 20 years old now they they put a couple different things in uh, i mean i haven't played it in a while but they they do no, they, I, they, I, I get it they've they've evolved the last ones it's more of an rpg now right you're putting stats and skill trees and, and a whole bunch of stuff in it's actually completely changed they've morphed what it was from when you played it last right so they could they, it's more grindy so you can buy skip skip mechanics and that kind of thing i get it yeah, it's different. Right, Reese, right? A that means Assassin's Creed, it'll be ACO, and it'll be, you'll never get to see the next Assassin's Creed because Assassin's Creed Online is going to be the, <clears throat> yeah, is going to, is going to be the, the end all be all of Assassin's Creed's. Right. And again, right. I, we heard like that, the, that the, quote the, today. The purpose, yeah, the purpose of AC was, it was almost like Hitman, but like in medieval times. Like that was the whole point of it. Right. There was a little bit of combat system in there that reminded me of like a, a little bit of Witcher and a little bit of Fable where you had specific moves that you could do to fight certain guys and the combat was supposed to be fun. Now it's more of a just a smick smack done. Right. It's not a except for the boss fights. There's not really a a challenge to the game. You're doing the same thing literally over and over. You can say the same thing about the uh, any franchise. Battlefield is fundamentally the same as Bad Company. Yes and no. Yes, uh, they they've evolved it over over time, but you're right. Um, but yes, but Battlefield, but Battlefield starves you. Yeah, and then they go back to it. AC is there every year. Like AC is there every year. Here's AC. Well, Here's AC. Changed that like Here's three AC. years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But Battlefield was like, okay, well, we do modern, then we do World War One. Call of Duty is like that. World War One, two. Then we did cops and robbers, and then people are like, oh, what about the modern warfare? And then you come back to modern warfare, and you build up a following again. Yeah. Call of Duty is like that. Like, well, not, not now even that more with the with the, um, the battle royale stuff. It, it'd be interesting to see if if they're if they're going to. Here's the thing with multiple for me open world games I love I love walking around open world games and doing stuff if it's done if, if it's, it's done, done well yeah not because it's an open world game yeah there's a lot of open world games I'm just like oh boy there's a lot of nothing going on here right like for instance what was that last game that came out that um, oh BioMutant BioMutant's like a wide open game but there's like nothing going on in the wide openness right it's just it's just vast open areas of nothing with small little enemies here and there Assassin's Creed kind of gives you I'll be honest, if they make Assassin's Creed into an online world like Grand Theft Auto, where you're walking around in, in those thick cities and, and and there's other other players in there, like massive multiplayer type stuff like that, I kind of might be interested in that, right? But it has to be done correctly. It has to be done correctly. Yeah, it can't be it can't be done like an MMO. You can't have like a thousand people in there. Maybe like servers with like maybe eight guys in it. You're in the same world type of thing. Like that would make more sense to me. You have clan battles. You can have assassin battles. One guy's trying to stop the other person from assassinating his people. Like right. I could see that. I can see that being a natural progression of AC. That would make more sense to me. But just to repeat the same thing 
in a different time period again. You know, they they uh, I, the way Assassin's Creed changed. Basically, they made it more grindy, so you would buy more stuff, right? Because they they did they they did put the pay to win skins in there, right? And again, the last three Assassin's Creeds were all test subjects, all all you know research, basically research and development for this announcement for whatever's next in the Assassin's Creed, right? They they added the the skill trees in there. They added the more RPG elements. And, and now they've added um, the season pass uh, progression thing over the last two two ones. I don't know. Yeah, I, but I the, think it'd be uh, interesting. Are, are, the, but, the, but the RPG elements, are, they, are, are, are the RPG elements involved in Assassin's Creed expected to be a more specific specialty type yes. of assassin? Yes. As opposed to just a normal assassin? Yes. Like that's, that's the point of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it, it's done pretty well. In, the, in what I saw, I haven't played it myself. I I have Origins, um, or Odyssey. I think I have a brain gifted it to me. I have never played it yet. I want to play it. I actually want to play. I'm interested in Valhalla because I, I do like the Viking. Uh, we talked about this last night. The Viking show. I like the Viking show. I'm interested in the Viking culture and stuff like that. So that'd be interesting to me. And someone said in chat, I think it was Sean. If they if they went over to like China or Japan or something, I also would probably be interested in that. Um, if they did like the Shogun type of thing, but basically that's Ghost of Tsushima, right? If if Assassin's Creed made that type of era, it'd be Ghost of Tsushima, right? I don't know. I just feel like I'm I'm kind of interested in it. Saying if they did what uh, is saying about going uh, Assassin's Creed online, having other players involved. <clears throat> oh, you're saying I, I missed what you said up there. The armor sets are OP and and super hard to get in the economy in the game. Yeah, they did that on purpose because they were they were they were tuning the knob right over the years. They were like turning, saying like, okay. We want people to inter engage with these with this uh, system that we're putting in as far as cosmetics. How do we get people to do that? Well, let's get them in there longer and longer. There was reviews out there that said that Valhalla was just long to be long, right? Like it's a good story, but it's it's super long to be long. And then they added more content to make it even longer for for being long's sake, right? A dinosaur AC, yeah, it might be good. <clears throat> yeah. That's not the. That's not what we're talking about, though. If if the game is fun or not, right? We're we're talking about to, to making a game more grindy for grindy, and now they're taking their whole business model and changing it around that. I I give them, I'll give them three years. Let's see what they let's see what they're trying to talk about when they say they're they're. I guess world world building that they want to do. I want to see what I, I'll give them enough time to show me what they want to do. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Um. Yeah, the next story. Uh, Sony Bluepoint acquisition announced, rumored for PlayStation State of Play. Now, I didn't, I didn't get to see the State of Play uh, today. I missed it, so I didn't see any news about it. Um, so, chat, did they announce it officially that that Bluepoint is acquired by uh, by Sony? Did they? Uh, is this story that I'm about to read obsolete from two days ago, or is it is it actually pertinent uh, to the actual thing? Because uh, it says acquisition announcement rumored for PlayStation State. They did not announce it, so there you go. So, well, then I guess we're moving on to the next story then, because if they didn't announce it, and this is rumored to announce it at the state of play, and they didn't announce it, we'll move on. Um, this little device here, this is a Kickstarter device that someone created um, for the uh, the Xbox Series S, right? I think it's uh, it's pretty cool. Let me uh, let me bring it up here for a second. I'm gonna show the still pictures of it. So they've made a screen, right, that goes on the back of the 
the Xbox Series S, okay? And it folds down like a laptop. It lacked, it locks on. It has the HDMI port and stuff in the back. Um, it's it's pretty cool. As you can see, there's the USB, and there's the HDMI, and there's the power uh, it puts in there. It locks in. It's a nice little display. Uh, it just locks right in to the side of the of the actual. Uh, Wait, this this they have this out already. A guy made this. Yeah, a guy from Australia uh, made this himself, and he's selling it on Kickstarter. Yeah, genius. Yeah. So he it's called the X genius. It's called the X screen. Okay. Um, and it's basically turns your your Series S into like a a, a gaming laptop, right? You can it, it fits in your backpack. It folds down on the screen. And you can take it with you uh, wherever you wherever you'd like to go. And I was like, man, this is actually pretty cool. I would, I, I think I might get this. It's pretty pricey. It's like two hundred dollars. I think it's like one nine one hundred ninety dollars uh, for for the actual. Uh, but I think it's still cool. I think it's a genius, right? This is something that you didn't know you wanted, but now that it's there, okay, yeah, he's gonna sell millions exactly. He's gonna sell a shit ton of it. I think it's a I think it's a wonderful, wonderful idea uh to to put in. So it sells oh, okay, so approximately it's it's $249 Australian, approximately $187 US uh, slash one thirty five to proje uh, project guarantees you will receive uh one X screen display. This is the Kickstarter that it already it already got funded. So uh it's ready to go. And it comes out uh X screen is for January of twenty twenty two. So if you order one of these you know, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a pretty goddamn good idea that this guy created. It's an 11.6 inch screen, 1080p IPS screen with a refresh rate of 60 hertz. So uh, there you go. If you're looking into maybe uh, your kid's taking over your television set and he has an S, then maybe you might be interested in this uh, for you dads and moms out there to give to your son. Or maybe you're something, maybe you travel, maybe you travel and uh, you take your S with you. Well, now you can take it with you with an automatic screen. You don't have to carry an extra cable. You don't have to carry all the extra stuff. You just put the screen on, on top of it and, and take it with you. So it doesn't work on the X. Probably not because it's not designed for the uh, for the X. Um, but he probably will make it work. He'll probably make one to work with the X, I would assume. But the S, the way it's designed, it, it really is. It's a nice little portable box that you can take. They're, it's really tiny. The, the X is like a fucking cinder block. You're not. It's a, it's a monolith. Yeah, you're not. You're not traveling with the. I'm X. surprised. I'm surprised the Xbox didn't come with like four or five Neanderthal monkeys to put around it. It looks like a monolith. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, cool stuff. Cool stuff. Um, uh, let me get to the next the next uh, story here. I wanted, I wanted to I wanted to show that because I know some people are always looking to travel or or whatnot. Um, uh, <clears throat> this wasn't surprising, but I'm going to tell you a story anyway. Pokemon Go. Catches five billion dollars in lifetime revenue in five years. I can't believe it's been five years since this came out because we broke this story on our podcast way back when, when it first came out with the AR. And here it is five years later. And there's multiple games that came out after this. Uh, there's a new one coming out. Witcher has an AR uh, game that's just like Pokemon Go. Um, so it came out five billion from. Uh, thanks, bud. Uh, that came out five billion dollars, which is sounds like a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Five years, it's a billion dollars a year averaging, right? One billion dollars a year. Um, it's it's a the latest milestone means that it, 
it generated one billion on average each year. It remains as clear that the uh, the AR category globally picking up six hundred forty one point six million in its first half of uh, twenty twenty one. That's a, listen. That's a it's a billion dollars a yeah, year. A billion dollars, yeah. Okay, for Pokemon, billion dollars a year. Yeah. Yeah, as Dragon Quest Walk and Square Enix, which accumulate 261 million so far this year, and Jurassic World Live from Luda H1 uh, 2021 also represents so Pokemon. So curious, so curious, a billion dollars a year, but yet I can't transfer my Pokemon from one system to another, and you don't have all the Pokemon in the game that's supposed to be in the game. I'm curious. Well, how much money do you need? How many developers they, do you need to hire to put the Pokemon that are in the game that are supposed to be in the game? Every time you release a new game. Here, like, where here, are my other Pokemon? Here's the global first half year-to-year -year spending. This this is actually crazy, okay? The spending globally uh, each year, okay? Here, let me, let me bring this up. The first year, it made $278 million the first first half. First half. Then the following year, in 2018, it made $336 million. It went up 21%. Then it went up another 19% the following year in 2019 to make $399 million. Then in 2020, during the year of pandemic, when everyone had to stay inside, okay, and couldn't go anywhere, it raised up 20% more to make 479 million. And now everyone can go out, and this year alone, for the first half, has made 642 million. Okay, how, how much you want to bet if I lay down the demographics of uh, six to ten year olds overlaying on on that graph, on how many more six to ten year olds there were in those years? It's a direct correlation. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right, it, that's a, that's that's a steady growth each year, which means that the next group of kids that know about Pokemon get into Pokemon. That's what that is. It's not a, it's not a giant jump. It's not all of a sudden that you we started with Pokemon and then all of a sudden everybody in the world want a Pokemon that day. No, it's a nice steady incline, which means what the next group knows about it. Next group knows about it, and if you know about it, you stay in it longer, and there, the next group comes there in. There was like world, so the, the totals are higher each time. There was like world events, right? You can still see people playing Pokemon Go. Like there's a shopping plaza by me, and when you go there, you always see someone standing because there's there's literally ten Pokemon stops at this shopping plaza, right? It's an outdoor mall, and you'll see you'll see people just walking around and just collecting them. And they have their phone and they're and they're doing this and they're they're looking around, and I'm just laughing. I'm like. I'm like, whatever, man. I was like, now here's what I'm asking of the chat. Who's billion with, dollars a year. Who's with me? I have an idea. Who can code? We can make a fucking AR game. And I'll just take a percentage. I don't need a billion. I don't need a billion. But I got ideas. I just need I just need someone who wants to go in with me here. Okay. And we can we can make a mobile phone game. Okay. Who's who's with me? Who wants to make a billion dollars? Okay, because Pokemon Go. There, there's a whole bunch of games like this. A whole bunch of games like this. They're all trying to get their share of the pie. Okay. Like I said, Witcher uh, coming out. CD Projekt Red has their Witcher one coming out. Uh, wasn't there one for... Wasn't there one for Mario? Wasn't there another one? There, there's a whole bunch of them, right? Transformers has one. Uh, Harry Potter had one. There, there's... Oh, I'm sorry. Transformers is not out yet. Transformers is coming out. So... But they're, they're, all, they're all coming out. They're all coming out. Five billion dollars in five years, like holy Christ! Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, next story. What we got here? We got RoboCop. We got uh, <clears throat> God of War. Okay, God of War is coming to PlayStation now on PC today. 
Okay. So 2018 God of War reboot and Sony's uh, crown jewel exclusive is once more technically you'll be able to play it on PC. The title was announced for PlayStation now streaming service, which has a PC version and now accessible in the app. Uh, why it's so beloved, the reboot took a series and arguably rather tired looking by time of PlayStation 4 and changed the genre, setting the combat system entirely. There's something of Naughty Dog formula to the biggest games of, of God of War. Kratos, the original trilogy, had motiva was motivated to hunt the gods of death. This is a fantastic game, Sarge. I know you haven't played it. By the end of the third uh, third game, you'll you'll kill pretty much uh, the whole Greek uh, pantheon uh, in, the, in the God of War. Kratos is the world's uh, Norse myth. Okay, so they're coming out with PC. PlayStation's making moves, right? They're making their assumption of uh, buying other companies. Uh, they're buying technology, and now they're also moving their games to PC. They bought, uh, last week, they bought the um, uh, manufacturer or, or people that port games over. They bought the company that ports games to PC. So obviously, PlayStation's looking... We've said this in the past. I said if PlayStation doesn't get their shit together and start making more games for their PC, they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose the war. They can they can win the console war, fantastic. But the console war uh, only has two hundred thousand, you know, or two hundred million people, whatever. They they can't grow much more. So they have to get it to the people that don't want to buy the system, and they have to move their games over. And this looks like they're doing it right. Obviously, yeah, that's, that's smart move. This is this is definitely a step in the right direction for them to capture money that would not normally be captured. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was hoping we would get information if they bought the the blue hole and, and, and whatnot because that would be that would be a huge huge capture for them uh, in that in that market um, for them. So. God of War and other games are going to be coming to PC soon, uh, especially now since they've got the, the the company that's doing it themselves. Uh, they don't have to outsource it at all. Uh, next big story I want to talk about is the Nintendo Switch, right? And then Nintendo officially announces its new Switch OLED. The Switch OLED model releases on October 8th, and the features have a 7-inch OLED, uh, OLED screen, a built-in adjustable stand, uh, improved audio, a wired LAN port, 64 gigabyte internal storage, and the unit will retail for $349.99 and comes in white, neon, red, slash blue. Um, what do you think, Sarge? Do you think do, do you think this is the system they wanted, or do you think they swapped it out because they chip shortage, or do you think they this is the, this is what they wanted to do all along? Are you, yeah. You're talking about this. This is the Switch conversation, right? This because the, the I have Nintendo Switch. The yeah, I have, I have, I have a couple of things in my head. So, did my first question is: Did sales, did sales of the Switch taper off no, enough? They've been, they've been to where, to where that they wanted to release the updated version to try to get people to rebuy a better version. Uh, the the Switch sales are are they moved ahead? Still growing. Yeah, they're still growing. Okay, so I thought because of the chip shortage and what was happening currently that they wouldn't have the resources to actually do this. They Number sold, one. They, oh, hold on real quick. They sold 84.59 million units worldwide up to this point. So is it, is the switch is the, I'll call it the switch pro is the switch pro. It's not out substantially, substantially more powerful. That's going to do something for the current games that I have. Well, th what they're talking about, what the rumors were in the past that they the the dock for the Switch Pro, if there was a Switch Pro, would be the thing that made it like 4K or or more powerful, right? So 
technically, this could be the next switch, and then the dock could be sold separately, where they you upgrade your dock, which then you can, you know, have but a why, better experience. But but the question always is, why am I rebuying the same system? Yeah, that's I, that's that's part of the question. I don't know if they got. I here's my theory why they why they're doing this right. Maybe what you're you're saying is correct. Maybe they didn't really taper off, but they don't see a lot of people buying the Nintendo Switch. But there's nobody that wants to buy because they can't buy the Xbox and they can't buy the PlayStation. So Nintendo is probably and this is my speculation, right? This is just what I believe. Maybe they went. You know what? There's someone. That's they're burning a hole in their pocket right now. Someone has three hundred fifty dollars in their in their pocket that wants a new system. They can't get a PlayStation. They can't get an Xbox. Yes, this is not the next gen system that they're looking for, but they have the mar mobile market down. Right, they're competing with like iPhones and Google Android phones and whatnot with a mobile device. They have good games on there, right? They have exclusive games. I'm not saying like Ultimate Alliance is like selling stuff, but they have. Um, they have um, Animal Crossing and whatnot. I feel that they said, you know what? Because there's a shortage, let's just get this out there and see who who's just building up. Because okay, they're but, looking but, for a but, system. They can't get their hands on one, but they can get they can get their hands on ours. Okay, but okay. So I'm just spitballing here. So why am I making a new switch if if my games or if my games is what sells the systems? then why not cut out the hardware completely? And why don't you just sell those games on mobile phones? Why would Nintendo have to even make a, a, a proprietary software, a proprietary hardware anymore? Right? right. Like if, if it's mobility that you want, don't you want everyone to have a phone who has the phone has it? And then that's we're we're good. Right. Like we're good. Everyone's got phones. Right. So I can sell games to everybody. Everyone has a cell phone, right? Famous words by Blizzard. Right? Yeah. So, well, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm saying it because it, we all, listen, at this point, those of you who have followed Nintendo for as long as we have, you know, Nintendo's market, you know, Nintendo's market, you it's know everyone. who they are. Yeah, it's everyone. Right. <laughs> right. You know, Nintendo's so at this point, it's like, I'm confused and why you would spend the resources to want to make a pro switch. Yeah. I when don't know. Everyone's got the, and, and, and it's not substantial. Like is is the is the research and development and the factory retooling and making the whole factory thing with the new with the new heart worth it? Is it worth it? I, is the I, price point worth it? I have a switch. I'm curious. I have a switch, and I have no interest in buying a new switch with a better screen. I don't. The small screen that it's on right now it looks fine, and sure, like a phone with an OLED looks beautiful. Okay, but but I remember. But the the way I think about the switch though is. It's in my house. I'm playing it on the screen, and then my wife says, "Come on, we have to go over to the uh, the Wilkerson's for dinner." And I go, "I hate the Wilkerson's." And yeah, she Wilkerson. says, "You have to go. We planned this last week." And I say, "Fine, we'll go." And as I'm walking out the door, I take the switch out of the dock and I bring it with me, so I can play over at the Wilkerson's house. <laughs> that that's the, the switch. Like I'm playing my game at home on the big screen, and now I can take that game someplace else. Right. 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 That was the that was the draw. That was point. the whole commercial. That was all the marketing. The marketing was, hey, I'm playing my game here. Hey, let's go visit. Let's go visit my friend or across town. I'm just I'll take my game with me, like right then and there. Well, right. Well, the, the best part is if you're in the '80s, we had to buy a Nintendo and a GameCube, right? Yeah. Now you just buy a Switch. And now it's the same. Now it's it's now all it's in same. one. Now it's all in one. 
Yeah, because we were just saying, right? The the dock would be the the one that I think they can upgrade, and that would be the the port. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I just think they're trying to capitalize on the market, especially with the scalpers and stuff. Uh, you make false demand, right? False false uh, supply and demand, where they're gonna probably fly off the shelves just like it, and then people are gonna want to grab them up and, and and whatnot. It's gonna be the exact same situation that we are with PlayStation or whatnot, because maybe there's someone waiting for a switch and now they're going to buy here's the best part right this switch comes out the other switch will drop in price and then more people will push and buy the older switch will it though will it though i, I believe it will right it's the same price why would you buy isn't isn't the switch right now the switch right now 350 i thought it was is it 350 i thought it was yeah, 350 it's the same price so if they come out with the oled switch why why would the old one still say be the same price, right? Did they give a release date? Yeah, October eighth. October eighth. I mean, Krebsy might have a maybe have it right there. Maybe maybe it's the dock. That's what I said. The dock is the, the dock's better. Is so this, you, you you got better resolution. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? I already said that, right? I, it's the dock. It's the first thing I said. The dock would be the one that makes it the pro version where you hook it up to a four K TV, right? I don't know. I just think that. The cell itself is not. It's like when the iPhone comes out and the iPhone comes out with a new screen. It doesn't do anything different. It's just a new phone and the old phone drops in price, right? I think that's what they're doing to push more people to buy the old stock of the switches. You see what I'm saying? That 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 might be that might be a marketing factor. Uh, that but that makes more sense. If there's a price drop, if there's a price drop on the old switch because the new one comes out, and then that way you have the people who are going to buy the new Switch because those are the people that want the, the latest and greatest thing anyway. That There's a population for that. Right. You know there is. Yeah. Right? And then the rest of the people will start to dip into it, but they want to buy it because now the price point comes down to a point a price point they can afford. Right. Well, right. They need to release something before phones become more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next story I want to talk about is, uh, this is a pretty big story, right? So, Blizzard, uh, World of Warcraft, Asmogold, Okay, uh, big huge YouTuber slash streamer. Uh, he's he's done with World of Warcraft. He was he was getting fed up with them. He's been playing it ever since the beginning of time. Um, and his his crew, his fans, his uh, his his community said, "Why don't you try Final Fantasy fourteen? So he decided to go ahead and and go do it. Right. So he uh, went over there. And when he went over to Final Fantasy XIV on day one, basically he got trolled, right? But when he got over there, uh, 200,000 plus people watched him, viewers tuned in, uh, while he was uh, intending to try the game out for the first time alongside, uh, you know, overwhelming number of players only resorted to spamming moves and showing off their Final Fantasy XIV mounts. So while he logged on and went to the spots, his name in the game is Asmogold, and he, Asmogold, I think it was uh, Bald, I think it was. And so people started stream sniping him and watching the stream and then turning on their game and loading in and finding him in the game. And they would take the largest mounts possible and they would put him on the screen and block his view. So he, he, he really couldn't see anything. Um, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I actually have uh, footage of this, okay? But they, they couldn't... He couldn't see. He couldn't play the game. Okay. On Twitter, people were were saying that people in the in the Final Fantasy 14 community 
on Twitter went and said, we need to get this guy out of our, our, our community and, 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 and his community. Get him out of this game. We don't want him in our, in our game and, and whatnot. And all he was trying to do was play Final Fantasy, you know, for the first time or whatever. But people, so basically, if he tried to kill something, all the guys around him would kill it. He couldn't get his, his quests done. He couldn't turn a quest in because he couldn't see where to turn the quest point in because there was literally a thousand people on the screen in front of him. And he couldn't see anything with the mounts and the people all piled on. So he couldn't get in to turn in the quest or take a quest. Um, they would follow him around just killing everything. He couldn't He couldn't do anything. And it was, it was pretty entertaining. I watched the past broadcast of it. And I started laughing. So the people on Twitter said that they need to get him out. And they started, you know, harassing him. And then a Blizzard lead designer, okay, comes on onto Twitter and says, that guy's an asshole. Okay, that's what he says. Meaning Asmogol Why? Is, is that guy's an asshole. Why? Why? Shortly after he posts that guy's an asshole, okay, the internet, Twitter, the cesspool that it is, starts to shit on the developer that posted that guy's an asshole. And then the lead designer, okay, puts his account on private. And starts to put a post out and say, bullying people on the internet is not. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Like, seriously, like, you you made the first shot, right? You made the first shot. And, and his account's like, all my all my things is is uh, my my thoughts and my thoughts their own. No, you're literally on a Blizzard account. And you're, you're, you're calling out a guy because, first of all, regardless if you like the dude or not, okay? He literally plays your game, okay? So if you like him or not, he's paying your bills, okay? He gives you a job so you can make World of Warcraft. He also brings in a shit ton of viewers to play your also your game and make sales for your monthly payment of World of Warcraft and the microtransactions and everything else that you have in the game, right? So to say that one of your, I don't want to say he's the most popular, but pretty, pretty fundamental of, of advertising for your game, okay? To say he's an asshole... You could have just stayed quiet and said nothing, but instead he came out and said it, okay, and then cried about it afterwards, saying that shouldn't pick on him or whatever. Like, you literally called the guy an asshole. You picked on him first, right? So it's the it's, it's funny. Let's go on, Gator. Um, <clears throat> so I just thought the whole thing was was hilarious. And then on top of that, Sarge, just a day later. The people that were saying that he should get banned and get kicked out of the servers for just Why? being who he is, right? Okay. For just being they, who he is. They didn't is. like him. They, they didn't like they him. They just don't like him, okay? <clears throat> Every person that got in his way or blocked him from getting into the, to the, to the vendor or for not being able to see what he was doing got banned. All of them got banned, okay? And then they're okay. crying because they're like, well, I didn't even do anything. You know what you did, okay? Right? Like – you put the tack on the on the teacher's seat, but nobody saw you do it. But she sat on it, right? I don't know if they still do that thing, but you, you know what I'm saying. Like, and, and he's like, "What do you mean? I didn't do it. I didn't do anything wrong." So all these kids, adults, kids, children, all got banned, and I think it's fucking hilarious. I think it's fantastic, right? So then I watched his rebuttal, and he's like, "He's like, yeah, uh, the the people that came in and uh and and tried to stop me from playing the game." He's like, uh, "All I gotta say is." in your face and he's like he started going off on them he's like you guys you know who you guys are you're the guy in school that uh, 
you're, when you're running down the hall and the principal says, you know, uh, don't run. He's like, I'm, I'm walking fast. I'm not running. Right. Like he's like, you're doing something wrong. Right. And you, and now you're called out for it. And now you're banned. He's like, good. You should be banned because all I was trying to do was play the game. Right. So then, so then the actual developers of the game actually backed up. Square Enix was getting yes. the, the Square Square Enix was 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 protecting the guy from being bullied, basically. Yeah, well, I think they were protecting not only because then people were like saying he's getting preferential treatment because he's a streamer, but he's like, it wouldn't have happened if I wasn't a streamer, right? So yes, you're getting preferential treatment because I'm playing a game, I'm trying to entertain, I'm trying to do stuff, and yet you guys are all trying to ruin my experience. And but then, you wouldn't you wouldn't do it to some random right? Person. You wouldn't do it if I wasn't. He goes if I wasn't streaming. He goes, you wouldn't get in my way and put your mouth that's this big in front of my face and be like, I can't see anything, right? Like, that that's it's retarded. So to say uh, that it's not it's not right that they got banned, you wouldn't have done it if it wasn't a streamer. You're not just going around. You're not just logging on trying to find someone just wherever they move. You're you're moving with them, right? That's just stupid. So it's just funny to me. I, I just think it's I think it's fantastic. There, there might have been a time. I, there might have been a time I did something like. That. <laughs> There might have been a time. Did the guy teabag you? I mean, the, just troll, uh, just trolling people. Yeah. So I think overall, I think it's a, I just think it's a, a, a funny story. And, and the, and the people that got uh, banned and removed from the game are the people that asked for him to get actually, the, actually a, a similar story to that would be back in the day when Ultima online, uh, when I played Ultima online, that was like the first actual MMO that was <laughs> visual without using muds and whatnot. Right. So when that game came out on the PC, I remember playing it, and I remember that there was a skill tree for you to be a thief. Right. Right? And so when you picked thief, the only way you got better was at being a thief yeah. was to actually steal shit. Right? You, didn't, you couldn't just pay for it. You right, had so to actually steal shit. You would see, see people. So, like, right. <laughs> and, and you, could always tell, you could always tell who the thieves were because yeah. they would wear something that was some ridiculous hat just so they could, they, they could identify themselves. Right? Right. right. And they'd be naked. They just be in, in shorts, in the underwear, right? And they'd be constantly trying to steal from people. And the problem, well, not a problem, but what it was in that game was when they actually stole something from you, right? It's stolen. Like right. you have to, you have to kill him to get it back. He drops his stuff. When you kill the person, right. he's flagged, right? If he, if you're caught stealing, you're flagged. And so now he's got to go try, try to sell that shit somewhere else before right. he dies because you're going to chase him, right? But when the game was first out, there were so many people on the screen. You didn't know who stole right? from you. And the, and, and the frame rates weren't that good back then. Right. I mean, they were decent for PCs back then, but not that good. But you would just see a bunch of naked people with giant hats on, and everybody is just stealing <laughs> from everybody else, right? And so the only the only way to this is this is this is the funny part, right? The only way to combat it was when you when someone clicked on you, it would open up a backpack. Right, like what's in your purse, right? right? And so people would put backpacks inside, inside a bag. of yeah, backpacks, yeah, 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 right, in order for them, right, to not know where their stuff was. So you have bags inside bags inside bags, and only like you would know which bags to click on to get to your stuff, right? right? But the thief does not know. But what they were actually doing was every time he clicked on a bag to go into a bag, he got better at stealing. So, in <laughs> essence, you were making the thief stronger for. Because it would take longer to find your stuff. Right. And so by the end of the first, like, three months, there were people out there that did, there was no no combat at all. Naked guys with hats would just run around and steal from you in, like, in like 10 seconds. Like, they would just walk up, 
and then they're gone <laughs> and like you had no idea what was stolen because right? now you have like a moron you have to go through all your bag and see which right. which item was actually stolen because it doesn't say hey you just lost 10 grand it doesn't say that right. it just says you're stolen yeah, that's yeah. it so it was, it was just a big big troll classic fest, but, yeah classic well <clears throat> so because of this final fantasy 14 surge right or because of this event final fantasy 14 it, it surged okay so uh, the title approached its fourth major expansion, okay, and the concurrent player count, which uh, prior to current events, sat on an average daily peak of roughly 30,000 players, shot up to 47,000, surpassed Final Fantasy XIV's previous peak, and continued to release the third expansion pack a, 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 as well. So because of what happened to Asmogold, and this is why I, I believe they, they banned it, because not only does it look bad if, if this person is showing it to 200,000 people, and then he's being trolled the entire time and stopped. Like that would be like, why, why would I want to play that game if this is what if this is what the community is like? Right. So, if this is what the community is. Right. So that's why they did it. So, so the volume of views alongside with the with the he had two hundred twenty thousand plus views um, for Final Fantasy fourteen. Right. And he and he's playing it today. Like he plays it every day now. He plays it every day. And then he watches other people's reviews. So like people that make content for. Final Fantasy 14, he watches their content on his YouTube channel to learn about, because he's like, I want to know more. I want to know more about what, what the game is. What do I have to do? So he watches other people's videos of them teaching how to play the game on his YouTube channel as he's as he's talking to his chat. I, I thought it was funny. I just thought the whole thing was pretty outrageous. And obviously, Square Enix is like, we have 220,000 people watching us on one person's stream, and the, and the surge of popularity went up, right? That's the difference between, I mean, obviously, I'm a nobody. If I play it, they don't give two shits. But if if Co Carnage or him, which Co Carnage is also playing it, okay, so you have another fifty thousand, hundred thousand people watching him play the game, right? So you have three hundred thousand new people that have never watched your game or played your game before now watching streamers that are playing your game. That's 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 good advertisement, right? That's good advertisement. So you gotta you gotta protect. Well, isn't isn't Final Fantasy fourteen? Didn't that go through a revival? Like it came out and it was crappy, and they had to redo the whole game. Like they took it off completely yeah, and they fixed it. Dupe, you, dupe, dupe us, you know about yeah, that, right? Like one of, was that was that the one? It's one of the greatest MMOs out right now. Yeah, I was actually th thinking about doing it, but I'm hooked on this mobile game for for Marvel. I'm like a crackhead. Like right now, Sarge, I'm thinking about playing my Doctor Strange. Right, uh, right now. Um, next, next, uh, next story. So. Ghost of Tsushima, right? Beautiful game. I watched I watched people play it, but um, I didn't play it myself, right? Ghost of Tsushima fans divided over the PlayStation 5 upgrade price, okay? Now, Ghost of Tsushima fans discussed their positive and negative reaction towards the game director's cut content being locked behind a paywall. Fans may have been uh, excited to hear the latest announcement from Ghost of Tsushima developer uh, director's cut. Director uh, cut includes content from the base game package together, such as Legends multiplayer mode, plus all the bonus content that was available through the Ghost of Tsushima Digital Deluxe Edition. However, while many games have isolated optional content from their PlayStation 5 upgrades, it appears, though, that Director's Cut will provide that option. Many games that receive an upgrade from PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5 had had the upgrade for free for free for players that download a downloadable content that would be available to either system commonly in the optional purchase. This allows fans to enjoy the performance boost and extra content if they are willing to pay. Recently, fans are, sh are, are sharing their disappointment upon hearing that the paywall will come associated to the director's cut of PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5. Uh, the fans such as um, whoever, Bob, considering a new content and features arriving at Ghost of Tsushima director's cut and sharing those thoughts as it accounted paywall. 
Uh, it consists of uh, among fans appearing to be that they prefer to wait until the price point of Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut is lowered. One fan, Mike Oriented, uh, makes the point console gaming may have uh, having lucrative structures for games, which leads themselves to upgrade editions of games at higher prices in the future. Um, so perhaps one of the biggest disappointments for fans is Ghost of Tsushima already has a free to uh, free PlayStation 5 upgrade available for the enabled 60 frames per second. But it also may not uh, come as a surprise to fans that the PlayStation 5 more rigid features of Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut are exclusive to the system. For example, dynamic 4K resolution targeting 60 frames per second and 3D audio only uh, possible on the next-gen system. Yet the price point on the upgrade is not setting well for many fans. So what do you think, Sarge? What do you think about this whole... Uh, I, I I had it I, I had it straight in my head about four days ago. I had it straight in my head. I'm confused now. I'm confused. So, is the additional money only on PlayStation Five? Can you only get it? The director's, director's cut on director's PlayStation Five is exclusive to the system. Yes. Only it, to PlayStation Five, not PlayStation yes. Four. Yes, only for the PlayStation Five. Okay, so if I bought Ghost of Tsushima on PlayStation for PlayStation Four, I can't get the added content. I, that's that's the part that confused me. Like I know that's an additional thirty dollars somewhere in there. So what's what what are they stopping me from doing? It I says, can't upgrade from the PlayStation Four. I have to rebuy the game. Is that it, it? Says the director's cut will also be available for PlayStation Four, but fans will not have access to the features that are exclusive for the PlayStation Five. Okay, so. The, the director's cuts for both, but they won't have the upgraded stuff of the 60 frames, the 4K, the 3D audio, um, and, and whatnot, right? So specific features enhancing the experience alongside the brand new content with the expansion DLC. Okay, okay. so if I have Ghost of Tsushima on PlayStation 4, how much does it cost for me to get that added content? Um, I don't know, chat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this I'm gonna is, ask you a question. This, chat. Is, this is why I'm confused. I'm, is it, is it a paywall or is it, it says, I can't get it because I'm on the system? Okay, it says DLC, the new version of the game, fans are unable to purchase the Iki, the Iki Island expansion separately, meaning that it, it's if the fans wish to explore the new island content, they must purchase Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. So they have to purchase the Director's Cut, so they have to purchase the brand new version. Of the game. If I have it on, if if I if I'm on PlayStation Four, I have to rebuy the game. Basically, I mean that's what it's saying. Is that wrong, Chat? I think ten dollars got PlayStation Five upgrade and twenty dollars for the expansion. So you're just buying the expansion. So thirty dollars. So you have to pay thirty dollars just to get the expansion. Thirty for and the upgrade. Thirty for the five. Twenty for the PlayStation Four. Okay, so let me get this straight. I'm confused now because why are people complaining that they they have to pay for an expansion? Is that what they're they're complaining about? They're complaining about the expansion, or are they complaining about the expansion with the extra sixty yeah, frames four K? Right. I'm stuff? confused. I'm confused with the arguments about if you're paying for an expansion, you're paying for the expansion. I'm confused. Right. With the... So then, why are PlayStation fans angry that they have to pay thirty dollars for an expansion? No. Uh, know the upgrades. No. Know the upgrades. So wait a second. You're pretty much paying for an expansion, right, Jason? So I, I I don't understand why why there's so much drama then for for the expansion. It's a DLC, right? It's a DLC. They're paying thirty dollars for the expansion on the PlayStation Five. So can we look at it? Can we look at it as this? Can I look at it and say I'm paying thirty dollars for an expansion that also allows me to have the upgraded graphics? Is that would that be fair to say? So because gamers are entitled. 
All right, I'll, I'll go with that, Ryan. Twenty twenty dollars for the PS4. If you play Ghost on PlayStation Five backwards, you get sixty frames either way, so no big deal. Yeah, so this was also a smart upgrade, wasn't it? Or smart delivery? Like if you if you bought it on PlayStation Four, you get the free upgrade to PlayStation Five. Is that is that not correct? <laughs> they don't want to pay for the next gen update. One plus one plus two is three. Two plus one is three. <laughs> Got it. Got it. It's ten dollars. I can see Mo just ta like like just typing away. He's like, no, thirty. It's ten dollars upgrade. It's just ten dollars for the upgrade. So it's only it's only ten dollars. No, it's not just ten dollars. They're charging for That's... the upgrade. They're charging for the upgrade or charging for the expansion. If the upgrade's part of the expansion, then they're just paying for the expansion. This is great. I love it, chat. Uh, what, love what, it. what makes this even more fascinating is that the chat doesn't agree with themselves. <laughs> so. So what's so what's the actual answer, right? What's the actual answer? I mean, I read I, it, I read I an article. Have, I read an article. I have a play. I have a PlayStation Five. I have a PlayStation Five. Okay. I bought Ghost of Tsushima. And I have a PlayStation now, Four. The and I have Ghost of Tsushima. Now, now, how much more do I have to pay to get that island? Okay. So Bo says it's thirty dollars, ten for the upgrade, and twenty for the expansion. Either way, either way. If I have the PlayStation Four or Five, either way. I feel like Sarge. I feel like this is Abbott and Costello. Who's on first? What's it's on second? 30. Yes, right. it is thirty. I, okay, Wait, so I'm correct. It's 30, thirty, Sarge. Wait, are you talking about me? Thirty, or are you talking about the number thirty? But it, <laughs> who's on first? What's on second? I don't know. Who's on third? I don't give a damn. Tomorrow. Okay, so no upgrades. No upgrades on the four. So when I buy, so it's twenty dollars. It's twenty dollars <laughs> to get the island on the PlayStation Four. Then, right? Okay, can we just talk layman's talk now, here? Now, 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 was, right. Wow. Right. Can we just? Wow. You guys are still. You guys are still we, on top of each other. Can we just say? You're then, still on top of each other. Can we just brilliant. say? Can we just say? And now, no. You know what? Now I know why key people are fucked up because they have no idea how much it costs can, to get the upgrade. Can we just say that it's thirty dollars then? Like it's thirty dollars for the expansion. It was thirty. It's thirty dollars for the expansion. Thirty for the expansion. Yes. Yes. So. So the the. So let me get this straight. PlayStation fans are entitled because they feel like they should get it for free. Is or, that is that the problem? Is, is is thirty dollars too much for an expansion? Is that is that is that what we're talking about? Right, that's what I was saying, Sean. Twenty for the four, thirty for the five. All right, because you can't get the upgrade on the PlayStation Four. Correct. Thirty's right. right, thirty exactly. So here's my here's my here's my outtake on this. Okay. It's DLC. It's a year later. It's a year later, and they have DLC, and they're charging for the DLC, and and they're charging for the expand or the the upgraded version of the stuff. They're mad because reasons. I, I will say this though, when I when I do get a PlayStation, 5, I just paid forty for the expansion. What the hell? Well, and, Sean, and, you better get your money back. You paid ten dollars or twenty dollars too much. Yeah, you, Sean needs help. He's got problems. <laughs> so when I do get when I do get a PlayStation Five eventually, right? I think the first game is is Ghost of Tsushima. Like that's like the first game I'm gonna buy. Yeah, for a PlayStation Five. That's the the. Yeah, absolutely. Or wait for wait till you get your PC and then wait for them to port the game to the PC. And play it on your PC. Yeah, but that's, I, that's I personally, later. Later. I personally wouldn't even buy a, P, a PlayStation Five, Sarge. I would just wait for the games. Why? Because you're getting a you're buying a brand new. 
PC. Oh, because because you think yeah, because you think everyone's going to, you think their market's gonna go to PC anyway. Of so just it it's worth just getting the PC. Yeah, just get the yeah, PC. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, just play it on PC. <clears throat> God of War or Spider for me. Uh, they're both good games. Yeah, you, have you played either is, of them? Is he talking about is he talking about Miles Morales? Is he talking about Miles Morales? Oh, it's or is he talking about now. the original? It's, one? it's together now. So, um, they're both great games. Will be if you haven't played either of them. Um, I would. You're a comic well, book he's, guy, he's so got, I, he's I would got, say he's got go with Spider Man. Time. I would say go with Spider Man. You're you're you would love it. No, I paid forty dollars for the uh, ESO expansion. Why are they complaining? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, why isn't it free? I paid a year ago. I paid $70 a year or $60 a year ago. I should get it for free. Holy Christ, people. I mean, I, I understand Xbox. PlayStation fans are a little ticked off because Xbox fans just pay $10 a month and they get everything. And they get free games and they got your Major League Baseball. Feels a little, feels a little little bitterness building up i think i think i think they're just trying to be the premium system now brandon i think that they're, they're, they're trying to rebrand playstation is trying to rebrand themselves as a elite gaming console right they have first party titles they spend a lot of money on them that's why they're charging a premium price that's what they're trying to label it as right now i i will agree with those terms but only if the game is that good and it's working day one right like I, I believe it. I believe that. I believe that the route they're taking is for more elite gamers. I get it, but the games have to work on on the day they're out. They can't. They can't patch it later. I mean, you I want seventy dollars. I made a stink about the Spider Man with Miles Morales DLC because they knew the DLC. They were charging fifty dollars for the DLC, but they said it wasn't a DLC. But yet they packaged it with the old Spider Man game, and it was seventy dollars for both because they didn't want the blowback they didn't want right. the blowback so there was no blowback because you got the first game and miles morales for 70 dollars. that's correct it, it did a whole bunch of stuff one they raised this, they raised the price because now they just charged you an additional 20 dollars for the same game they sold it back to you to get miles morales right for the new system that's right? correct so so i that's why there wasn't as uh as pushback for spider-man but uh ghost of shima they came out with the whole free-to-play multiplayer on top of that throughout the year and then they're charging 30 look i could get on board if they're like they're like greedy bastards and, and stuff like ea or or activision or anybody else bungie right where they're, they're nickel and diming you for for everything for six years and then give you everything for free and tell you like they're the heroes okay but ghost of shima sucker punch literally gave you a, a fucking phenomenal game like the game is amazing I didn't even play it. I watched people play it. I was like, this game is fucking gorgeous, right? The gameplay is awesome, right? The game story is awesome. The the graphic, the graphics, the sound, everything about the game is awesome. You bought it last year. You played it for a year, and they, they gave you free shit afterwards, and they're now they're coming out with an expansion, and they want money for it. And everyone's like, oh, how dare you ask for money after you gave us an award-winning blockbuster game? How dare you? Meanwhile, they pay $14 for a fucking skin like do you see the problem here sarge people complain about content coming out in the game for 10 20 30 dollars and yet they're like yeah 15 dollars for a skin that's fine don't tell me how to spend my fucking money it's like this is this is exactly what i'm talking about your brain is broken right if if the 30 dollar upgrade for the if the 30 dollar upgrade for a video game that you love is too much but you are willing to pay $15, $20 for a skin, then your brain is broken. Yeah. 
I can't help you. Thirty dollars for a game with, that takes hours to play. Skin half that price. I'll take two. Like my hold hold on. My my brain just exploded. My brain just I, I had a I don't, I don't get it, man. Like, I, I, I feel I feel I feel bad for for people growing up. They're gonna have they're gonna be renters paying overpriced for cars. Like they're not gonna. There's just it's gonna be idiocracy. We're we're really close to idiocracy. <clears throat> Right. First person that says first person that says welcome to Walmart. I love you. Punch dead in the face. <laughs> um let me see. I'm trying to I'm trying to find uh, one of the other stories here. Okay. So last week probably not the same person. You're right. You're you're right, Reese, but it's still funny. In the same in, in the same breath. Actually, you know what? I do know people like that though. That they complain about expansions and then pay Twenty dollars for a sparrow, right? Like I, I, I know people like that. Um, all right, so EA says. Right, last week we talked about ads. Remember ads in the EA games? Okay, they're gonna put TV ads in the console games, and EA says it's not planning in-game videos ads following report update. EA says it has no intentions of putting TV ads in console games following news reports about deal with ad tech company. Now the update, according to. Uh, the report, EA recently struck a deal related to the in-game advertisement system called Player One, okay, um, which is said to bring video uh, ad did tech. You, did, you, did you just say Player One? Player, is that what you just player, said? Player One, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, like the guy no. or, or Player One? No, it's, like Juan, the guy? It's, <laughs> it's, 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 like... it's Player One. It's Player One, but it's not O-N-E. It's, it's W-O-N. That's why I said one. 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 It's player one. It's it's player one. I was like, is that the is that the Latin version? It's like what is, yes, uh, what, is player, what is player one? Juan. <laughs> player Juan. Uh, which is said to bring the video ad tech console to PC games. EA EA says that it's not true. It's not true. You have to believe us. It's not true. It's, right. well, it's a yeah. kinder egg. Yeah. It's a kinder egg. We it. don't we don't have we don't have any microtransactions. We have surprise mechanics. Mm. Go ahead. Let me sorry. hear what EA said. No, no, let me hear oh, what EA okay. said. What, what was what was the actual quote? Let they, me hear it. They they say the company tells PC Gamer that it isn't putting ads in console games and it hasn't made any deals to do so. Quote Following the incorrect report suggested that we're looking to introduce TV-style commercials into our games, we wanted to clarify that in a game advertising for console games is not something we're, cur we're currently looking at or have signed any agreements implemented. Uh, an EA spokesperson has said, cre quote, creating the best possible player experience remains our priority focus. First of all, rewind. We currently... Currently, right. Not something we're currently looking at. That's correct. Right. That's that's the answer right there. Yeah. No. Right, that's not right. The report's liar. wrong. The fucking liars. Yeah, the report's wrong. We're not we're not doing that right now. We're currently not looking at that right now at all. Yeah. No, you're not currently looking at it. Like right now, you're physically as we're interviewing you, you're not looking at it. But as soon as we get off this phone, you're gonna make a phone call and be like, "How quick can we get those ads in those video games?" Because currently we're not, but we soon are. Right. We soon are. Player Juan. 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 I, I, unless the game is, <laughs> is, a, is a fun factor of biblical, if the game's got a fucking commercial in it, I got news for you. I'm not going to fucking buy it. I, I got plenty of other stuff to do. I don't need the video game for my 100% entertainment value. If, if, I don't need it. If, a video if you're going to start, if I, the, the reason why I play video games is to remove myself from everyday life. 
I put myself in another world. I want to enjoy myself, not thinking about anything on the outside world. If some cocksucker puts a fucking commercial in my video game that reminds me of where I where I just left, right? Do you know how ape shit I will go? Do you know I will fucking lose my fucking shit. If absolutely lose my shit. If I have to watch a commercial in a game, that that game better be motherfucking free. And and it has no microtransactions in it, right? The microtransactions are bought and paid for by me watching your shitty ass 15 to 30 second ad. All right? That's the microtransaction. The currency would be watching the actual thing. If I have to play you know, a game... And you know, you know it'll be unskippable. Oh, you know that. If I if I have to sit there, let's just put it in perspective. Um, I'm I'm making a piece of armor in World of Warcraft. Or I'm sorry, uh, Warframe. Okay? Let's just say it's Warframe, right? And all of a sudden, uh, I'm putting a piece of gear in the, in the thing. It says it takes 24 hours to make this. Or you can watch a 35-second commercial, and then you can half that time. Right. Right. Fuck That's you. what I'm talking about. Fuck you. That's what I'm talking about. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. There's no. And, and here's no the best way. part. And here's the best part. Here, here's, here's the level of cocksucker that we're at. Right. Now, I, I'm trying to sell. I'm trying to sell ad revenue space. Right. And so I walk up to like I don't know. Let's just call it sunglasses. Okay. And I go, hey, sunglasses. Uh, how would you like to be in our video game? We can sell you a 30 second spot, and we guarantee. We guarantee 8 million eyeballs every day. Okay. 8 million eyeballs every day. Guaranteed. It's not a question because they have to watch it. They have to watch it. And then the incentive becomes, like you said, uh, it takes 24 hours to make this, but if you watch this commercial, it'll take six. Right. Like that kind of right. shit. And so you're trying to sell guaranteed positioning to a, to an actual to a product. I'll, I'll... Right? Now, you, now you've, completely en you've completely engulfed my fucking timeout away from their life into the corporate cesspool that I'm trying to escape from. I, I'll tell you what, if the ads come into a video game, I would like to propose uh, a crowdfunding endeavor here where if EA gets actual advertisements in their game, I would like to buy an ad spot in their game crowdfunded and I will make a full, full production commercial in their game to tell people not to buy or play any EA games within the EA games themselves, right? They have to give me the spot because I'm, I'm paying I'm paying for the spot, right? So within the game itself, the commercial that would play would tell you that EA oh, I, oh. is a garbage oh, company way. and that you, you should not ever give them any money or watch this commercial, shut the game off right now. Yeah, but by the way, Mike, it's not just one ad, right? I can sell to what? 10 20 different companies right 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 they can each be on two or three times a week well and, and also, i can just change the product and it could also I can be, change the product every couple hours it could like, also be regional I, I, it could also be regional right. based on where you are you get a different That's commercial correct. than i get yeah I, I would lose my fucking shit dude. yeah yeah i'm telling you it's gonna it's gonna happen but they're currently currently not talking about it they're currently they're, they're we're not currently talking about currently that. not talking about it you guys are liars yeah. we're, we're not currently uh no they're not microtransactions they're they're kinder eggs they're like kinder eggs and they're uh surprise mechanics Su surprise mechanics <clears throat> uh so that's ea how much time we have left we have about 10 minutes um ea is evil yeah they're like uh unicron they just eat eat companies up and spit them out yeah. um 
so this is an IGN article, uh, why indie publishers are fed up with PlayStation, okay? Multiple publishers speak out to social media directly on IGN about Sony's lack of communications of sale restrictions and struggles of indie games to get noticed on its platform. Uh, the conversation was kicked off by Neon uh, Dockrin, a co-founder, Ian uh, Garner, who wrote a Twitter thread criticizing Platform X, which is funny because he was talking about PlayStation, not 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 Xbox, uh, which he said was <clears throat> a very successful console and does not have Game Pass. <laughs> Gardner's thread, which has also been quoted to tweet several indie publishers at the time of publication, affirming that many of the issues he listed criticizes the so-called Platform X tools, communications, and interest in supporting indies. He calls out a lack of transparency, process, poor communication, extremely limited abilities to discount games, and the ability inability to get to get games promoted on the store without either obscure or expensive methods. Quote, Platform X gives developers no ability to manage their games in order to get promotion. You must jump through hoops, beg or plead, or any level of promotion, and, and a blog is not as good as they think it is, he wrote. Uh, quote, Platform X doesn't like your game, no fanfare, no feature, no love. Uh, in the conversation sparked on the thread comes at a time when Sony seems to be trying in small ways to nudge the narrative around the indie support of more positive direction last year. It launched a $10 million fund to support indie development during COVID-19 and recently reported a, <clears throat> a lead new initiative to support indie studios. This is a following a PlayStation 4 console generation during which Sony seemed largely uninterested in support uh, of such support, letting us efforts lapse and largely out, uh, outshone uh, uh, by its competitors program uh, id at xbox and nintendo indies later nintendo indie world which have historically included in-person showcases numerous digital showcases blogs tweets behind the scenes support and those all just a lot of games following garner's thread spoke out to four more indie publishers and two of the indie indie developers who who were self-published about this uh content all all uh woman the name sony as the platform specifically he was criticizing Though they could not speak for Gardner, those that spoke expressed frustration with the various aspects of Sony's internal process of communication. So we, we also heard this with the with the Epic and uh, Epic Store against the Apple in, in courts, where they, they said that Sony charged twenty five thousand dollars, you know, to get cross play, and they, they have all these other other avenues and stuff. So what do you what do you think of this, Sarge, about the indie developers as the indie developer trying to get your your game on the platform, but they make it almost impossible for you to get it on there? Well, I'm not I'm not trying to start a war between Xbox and PlayStation people. I know everyone everyone loves their own systems for their for their own reasons, but the fact that the uh, the Apple versus Epic court case brought this out is fucking incredible. This is the kind of stuff that people like us need to hear and see because this is the shit that goes on that nobody talks about. And the only reason why we know about it is because of that court case. PlayStation's not going to bring it up, and the, certainly the developers weren't going to talk about it, but for some reason, because the light was shined on this now, developers are stepping up to say what PlayStation actually does. Right Now, we understand that PlayStation has their own like little box that they want to live in, right? The last thing I heard from those uh, reports was if you want to be part of the program that they're involved in, you have to cough up 25 grand. Like there's nothing else you can do. You got to cough up 25 grand. So imagine an indie, develop indie developer having to cough up 25 grand just to be noticed for, for, cross for their game. Yeah, for crossplay, right. Right. Plus they charge fees on top of that. So, well, yeah, it's the, it's the up cost. It's, it's the upfront cost, right? For 
you know, $25,000 for a bigger company is no big deal. You're like, oh, you'll make that money back, no problem, with your microtransactions or, or whatever Yeah, but else, that, does not, right? that does not benefit indie companies. No, I know that. That's what I'm saying. For bigger companies, it, it, 25000 is no big deal. But for an indie company, it's, it's, it's a, lot yes, of, but, that's a lot of upfront cash you have to but, dish out. But the developers specified they're jumping through hoops. There's no customer service. It sounds so familiar. There's no customer service. Nobody gets back to you. Nobody assigned to you. So basically, it's either you have the 25 grand or you don't. That's it. Right. That's the only thing you can deal with. Right. So, what that says, as Sony would say, they don't want the riffraff. That's what it is. They want to be the high end gaming console with their first party titles and their very controlled metrics. So, you can't have what's going on in Game Pass, which is like Steam was a year ago or two years ago, which is just hundreds and hundreds of trash games on a, on a platform so people can notice it, but there's no there's no regulation at all. Just, it's $15 a month, guys. Look at all the great games we got for you, and half of them suck. Just like half the games on Steam sucked. Same principle. Sony doesn't want anything to do with that. Not saying that the devs, the indie devs are all like that, but they don't even want to begin. Right. So and let people in that can't cover the cost of what they want. They want reputable people who've got skin in the game. You want to be part of it, you're part of it. Cough up the 25 grand. Completely understand their standpoint from it. But now that it comes out that they're trying to be leadist, then now they have to make a play. Right. Either you open it up more or you plant the flag on the ground and you say, we're Sony. We've picked our business model. We're sorry you feel that way. When you have a game that's worth putting on our system, we'll talk. Right. That's it. Right. Because that's the direction that they're going. Right. How else can you justify seventy dollars games? Because they're first party titles. Right. Because they're quality. Right. And and the graphics and the, whatever whatever adjectives you want to put in. Right. Right. Pretty you, pretty game. You, you want to sit at the table. You gotta you gotta pay the money. Right. With with our with that with that console. Listen, you can't be mad because you can't have. Listen, you can't be mad at the. They're choosing their business model. They've already established it. So, what is this going to? What is this going to do? What's yeah. gonna, what do you think is going to happen? Well, I, you know, Apple, Nintendo, uh, Xbox—they all. I mean, there's a lot of indie games that you can find if you go in the store of, of Xbox. You can find a lot of indie games, and I'm talking like really, really indie games. Not we're not talking like like mid tier. We're talking indie games. Uh, Apple Store does the same thing. Now but, they have that. But now, indie guys, everybody start. Listen, of course. Everybody you know that you've been throwing money at hand over fist was for the last twenty years yeah. was an yeah. indie developer yeah. at one point. Yeah. So unless you unless you want to look at Bungie's ass for the next twenty five years with no competition, start supporting indie indie developers. Yeah. Let somebody else move up the chain and let's see what they got. Yeah. I want I want the listen. In any aspect of your life, when you're looking for services, you want the best of the best working for you. You want the best doctor you can afford. You want the best mechanic you can afford. You want the best plumber. You want the people who are the best at their job to do what you need to have done. I want the best games possible, right? I want the best play. So everybody else, as far as I can tell, uh, maybe it's just me. Everybody who's uh, in the AAA industry apparently has become very fat, bloated, and lazy right. because they have all their money. They don't care, and there's no competition. We'll just make whatever we make. You guys are going to buy it anyway. Suck it. Okay, we need some more indie guys here to move up the chain, start thinking up their ideas, innovate, and start competing against these other other companies. So stuff is supposed to move in the direction it's supposed to move in, where we all try to get better. Well, here's here's the problem. 
even if an indie company comes up and out of uh, out of the the bowels of the, of the industry, if they make a really great game, they get picked up and bought by the other big guys so they can just destroy them and spit them out, right? Because they'll just take whatever IPs or whatever else they have and technology and bury them and they bury and bury them, them. right? And yes, the people that own that company get paid and move on or or, or whatever, and then they start a new but they, company. But but their ideas don't ever come out. Right. Their new ideas, their 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 thought processes to gaming and what they want to do don't come out. Right. You either work in the you either become one of the pieces of machinery in the big cog wheel, or you don't you 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 don't sell, right? Like obviously you just don't sell. If you're a real indie developer, you just don't sell. Like Notch, when he started Minecraft and he started Mojang, he was independent. And then he was like, you know what? I'm going to keep independent. But then Microsoft came and offered him $4 billion. And he was like, yeah, okay. I'll... <laughs> hey, peace. I'm done. I'm done. Right? And then they just absorbed it and they kept it going because it's a, it's a, it's a money-making machine. And then he can go on and make something else if he wants. Right? That's yeah. what you see with a lot of people from Blizzard that used to be with Blizzard. Like Blizzard Blizzard. Not what we call Blizzard now. Right? A lot of those people that were with the original Blizzard all have gone on to make other studios, right? Now they're making their own independent studios. And then they also, you know, the reason they're making their independent studio is because they know that they'll get bought up again by the same company that bought their first company. You, you, you know what I'm saying? That's how they're making yes. their money. That's how they're making their money. Yes. Yeah. So. <clears throat> and it's not, it's listen, it's not a good system, man. Not at all. No, that's why uh, that's, this is why I, I think that we should, Right, we have to come up with a crowdfunded, like I guess a, I guess a, 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 what would be the correct legal term if it, if it's a fund or if it's a, a money set aside it for independent be, it, developers, it be, crowdfund like a, like a Kickstarter for a group of people getting like a, like a conglomerate get, yeah. to to fund indie games. Period. That's all we do. We take our money back. We get ten percent or fifteen percent on the money we loaned out to them. And, and the ready for themselves to let them build themselves up. Well, basically, you want to be like, an incubator. That's what needs brand. to be done. Yeah, you want to be like an incubator. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's something out there that's, like that's that. That's what we need to do. It'd be interesting to see, to give to give someone that's really good at, a really good developer, a really good coder, to give them the money and the opportunity to make a game, and then you just get a percentage back. I mean, but then you, it, it kind of just turns into what the industry is now, doesn't it? Because the, the people that are investing no, it the doesn't. money... Are, well, if okay, let's let's say everybody that we talk to that you want to try to help our gamers out, you have like different levels. There's a five hundred dollar level, there's a thousand dollar level, you know, block block money, block blocks levels, right? And then when they make the game and they sell it, you, when you get your money back, you're an investor, you get your percentage back, right? Right? And if you want to reinvest the percentage back into the company, you can. Otherwise, you take your dividend and you can walk. Your money's still in there, raising funds. Right. That's how it works. Right. Just like a bank would. Right. right, except you're not a bank, but it's 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 just a a community. It's a community funding the the project. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You you would say whether or not you're donating the money, or if you're in it for the investment purposes. And the investment purposes, when you get back your money, the percentage you get back, you get to get fifteen percent. Nothing crazy, right? To start off with, it's indie developers, right? And then we put that money back in the pool. We do the we do the same thing for the next indie guy, next indie guy, next indie. And if the indie guy does well, he can reinvest in himself. Right. Right? Yeah, so you make an incubator program, and then if they make enough money, they can move out on their own, and you bring in yep. someone else and, can, and continue doing it. Or they can yep. s they can stay in to still get the support. And the, the well, people, it, and the and people... If, they, if the game sells, if the game sells well, they can fund their next title themselves. Right. Right. 
Right? That, that, it's it's, it's got to be. You're looking at at least a threefold. You're looking at at least a. Three, if it's not threefold or fourfold, you, you, there's already a problem because you know how much money a game costs to make a game, a AAA game. You you have you have a roundabout what the number is, and you know how many copies they will sell of that game, right? So you know what the what the return is. Right. So if it costs 120 million, and you sell 10 million copies, 600 million. That's 600 million right. ta taken. Okay, you pay back what you have to pay back. The rest of the money is yours, right? Barring any of the other business practices, taxes or whatever else, which we know they don't pay anyway. Right. So let's not even get right. into this, right? Right? EA, uh, EA and Activision is based out of a basement in fucking Amsterdam. Like that, you believe that shit, right? Like that's normal. That's a normal thing, <laughs> right? Their headquarters is located in a basement apartment in fucking Denmark. Like that's EA. All right, get the fuck out of here. I don't even get me started on that shit. <laughs> well, that is the last story of the night. Uh, Generation X Gaming episode 270 is in the can. We do appreciate you very much for watching and listening to us uh, here. We're here on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we'll be back uh, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, we're going to be playing some ESO tonight uh, on uh, this this. This will end, and then it'll, it'll go straight to there. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at 30 and Still Gaming. Uh, also, uh, I also stream over on twitch.tv uh, slash 30 and Still Gaming Monday through Thursday from uh, 10 o'clock in the morning until 2 p.m. Eastern. And then we're over here on YouTube from 8 o'clock at night to uh, to midnight, uh, Monday through Thursday as well. We do appreciate you. If you like the show, make sure you hit the like button. If you didn't like the show and you stayed here for two hours, I don't know what's wrong with you, but hit the unlike button. Uh, or maybe you changed your mind and you had to hit whatever. Just hit a just hit an effing thumb or finger or whatever you want. Up, down, middle finger doesn't matter. Leave a comment down below. We like the comments. I like I I do read the comments. Uh, so I appreciate you very much for coming out, uh, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Peace. since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.